Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs, Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with... Dan. Sean. Lee. You're not Chris. I'm not, no. <laughs> Chris, is off, Chris is off on a secret mission. He was last seen at Bletchley Park, so we don't know what he's transcoding. He's an... Imin- that would have worked <laughs> if I said, got the words right. He's hopefully, an enigma. Hopefully he's transcribing what Dan's going to say for the rest of the podcast. Uh, so you're talking in code again tonight then? <laughs> Pretty much. All right, same as always. Um, what a bloody weekend. It's good. Crazy it's good race. race. Uh, well, it wasn't, sorry, no, it wasn't a good race. It, it was, was an, an interesting incident, race. Incident-filled yeah. race. Yeah. It was my favourite race of the year, but not for the racing. Yeah. I think I've said that last three races, though. They've been, yeah. we've hit a good, good run. Anyone would think, like we said last week, anyone would think that we might have thrown the toys out with the baby uh, <laughs> when it came to France. Um, well, I think we should just throw France out. The country, just, just just the race, just the oh, race. okay, yeah. just the Grand Prix, not the not the race of French people, just because they just, make they make some delicious food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, ever, ever since the um, the French snooze fest, we've had three sort of action packed, interesting, mm. fun to watch. We have been rewarded for sitting through it. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, we earned it. Yeah, just I just hope this carries on. Car, the cars have been able to follow each other as well. I think yeah. we can safely say that whatever little tweaks they could do to the cars have worked, and that can only show that it's going the right the right way for the new rules. Well, I mean, the cars can get that close to each other that um, it's now not going to be our has going to bump into each other. It's when has going to bump into each other. Well, this is something I thought the other, the other day when I was watching Quali. Every qualifying session now, it seems to be that somebody's trying to get a toe from someone. So it just shows how little they're disturbed Mm. following people. Because it's always been like cars trying to back each other up to get space, isn't it? Mm. Now, if you're at the back of the tail, you're going, oh, well, that's my qualifying. Oh, sorry, if you're at the front, that's your qualifying now because you've got no one to get a toe off. I noticed this during um, during FP3 where the... So the dirty air effects are a lot further behind the cars because there was one lap that Lewis was doing. Um, he was coming in. He was coming into turn sixteen, and Charles Leclerc had just got onto the start finish straight, and he was too far behind to get the toe, but hit the dirty air and ended up running wide and mm. completely blowing the lap yeah. because of it. And I think that's. I think now we're getting proper sort of aero drafting effects. Mm-hmm. Which it's something that we've wanted for quite a while. Yeah, mm. I think what it, it shows as well, more so with Mercedes, that again they've got a car where they seem to be disturbed easier, um, you know, than, than the other cars. Well, we've been saying it for a while that the Mercedes yeah. struggles to, to follow. Past, I th- I th- well, I think uh, a certain Finnish driver proved that this weekend. Well, the or- the original one was proved by a certain kind of. Finnish driver. Remember when Lewis <laughs> said that Rosberg was going too slow to yeah. be overtaken? Mm. And I think we're, see, we're kind of seeing the effects of that more now. Yep. But yeah, it was. Um, I mean, God. If I, did anyone predict what could have gone on with that? Judging by our predictions, no. <laughs> well, the uh, the, pre- the predictions the predictions are quality. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I I bet. Basically, on every race, at some point, you know, a fiver here or a five, mm-hmm. fiver there. I didn't put any bets on this weekend because I just knew it was going to be a lottery. Damn. I, I, I had, had three on. <laughs> now, so close, Dan. So yeah. close. If Verstappen got disqualified, well, I would have been in the money. Or, I, or Lewis got his second penalty. Or Lewis got his second penalty. Yeah. That, that would have been all right, but... 
Verstappen being disqualified would have brought all of them in. I had, <laughs> I had <laughs> v- Vettel to win at 20 to 1. I had George Russell to score a point at 80 to 1. And I had both Williams to score a point at 2,000 to 1. That, considering uh, Vettel's form and the fact he was starting from last. 20 doesn't seem that crazy, does it? No. I had 20p on 66 to 1 for signs to get a podium. Mm. And I thought that was quite generous. I don't like betting less than a fiver, not because I've got loads of money to bet, but I always worry that... <laughs> It'll come I, in and you've undercooked yeah, I've, it. Yeah, I've, I've underdone it. I just uh, never bet. 20, 25p at 2,000 to 1, you'd have thought to yourself, man, I could have I stretched to a pound. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it was really unlikely. Yeah. I, yeah. I just figured, like, it's... I, I put this on before FP1, so I knew that Williams had the aero upgrades, but not how good they'd be. Yeah. And... If they were any good, the odds would come tumbling down. So I reckoned it was probably more like 500 to 1 against. Yeah. So not worth losing any significant money. A pound. (laughs) You can buy a lot for a pound. (laughs) You can't. Not now. You can't even buy anything in the pound shop in the Isle of Man. With that middle class, they put £20 island tax on it. 20p island tax. No, £21 shop it is now. (laughs) (laughs) I am losing my badge as the most Yorkshire person on this podcast, aren't I? I'm going to have to do more to get it back. Um, So, what did we see? Haas bumping into each other again. Apparently, this time it was Grosjean's fault, according to Magnussen. No, they both blamed each other, though, Mm. didn't they? Yeah, and Gunter Steiner is um, losing his shit. I've got questions about the Haas bumping into each other, though. Because I thought Magnussen, when he he let uh, Grosjean through... He did a really good job of keep letting Grosjean through, Grosjean through and keeping Kimi where he was. Yeah. Why did he let Grosjean through just to have two laps down the road dive bomb him? Because <laughs> he was a mile behind. And I, I, it's another one of those situations where he stuck his car where Grosjean was going to put his. And then it's six one and half a dozen of the other because Grosjean then turns in and there's an, his teammates there all of a sudden and they bump wheels. But fuck, sack them both. Well, uh, rumour has it that Pascal Verlein is uh, first mm, in line for the seat. Ted Kravitz was saying this on The Notebook. Isn't that interesting the that um, the, the talks of Ocon have disappeared, though? Ocon's still owned by Mercedes, though, isn't he? So he yeah, wouldn't turn but, up at Haas. But they, the Mercedes already turned around and said if he could get a Formula One drive, that they would... Mm. Yeah, I yeah, but there, may there might be... be a seat in the top team yeah, after this they, weekend. They might be <laughs> because Toto, Toto said on Thursday... Uh, solid performances in Germany and Hungary will be what determines whether Bottas will get a seat for next season. Now, the only thing solid about Bottas's performance was the barrier that he hit. Mm. Well, even before the even before the crash, he was. Uh, well, should, should we go through the teams like we normally yeah, do? Because we're kind of about. we're kind of messing ourselves up, aren't we? Um, yeah, I think, I think <laughs> we are a bit. Um, start at the back, and it's Renault this week. It was like a Mercedes pit stop then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a lot to talk about with Mercedes, and we won't be saving that till the end. Mm. Yeah, Renault, double double DNF. Technically uh, the first double DNF for about six years, because the Bahrain one didn't count because they were both classified. But second one this season where they haven't crossed the line. DNF and not classified is not the same thing. They did not cross they the line. They did not finish. How are the Renault works teams the one that are having all the bad luck with the engines? I, I know Lando... It was an exhaust, not an engine. Oh, was it? Yeah. 
because uh, I thought it was like a proper engine blowout. No, it was that that it looked like a proper. It looked like a nineteen nineties engine yeah, blowout. Yeah, I, I think the weather kind of makes it look worse than it does when it's something like that. Don't Probably, know, when you have yeah. The spray and all the cold in mm. there as well. But you know, it was it was an exhaust failure. But well, he can't buy a lot, can he? Like, which one? Uh, well, <laughs> Danny Rick had bad luck. Hulkenberg, mm. yeah, had driver error. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guido van der Gaard's fault for Hulkenberg. Yeah, that that was a funny tweet. He he <laughs> tweeted, you know, don't curse it. You might get a podium. That didn't that didn't mm-hmm. last well. No. Um, yeah, I mean, Hulk was actually looking really strong even before. Before the safety car and the shenanigans. Had the legs on Ricardo all weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was still running in somewhere between 5th and 7th on actual genuine pace. Yeah. Um, I think now Renault have got Hulkenberg. Uh, I mean, I know they've had Hulkenberg for a while, but now they've got Daniel Ricardo there as well. Uh, it really does hammer home how like behind it Renault are. Yeah. You know, it's they're doing a really bad job second, when you consider second, second best Renault powered team though. Yeah, but you <laughs> they're doing a really bad job considering the resources they've got. Yeah, although they are a truck down. They are a truck <laughs> down. Was the driver all right? Um, yeah. Yeah. everyone was all right. Yeah, yeah, no serious injuries. He was taken to hospital for uh, further checks, but they didn't say, they didn't say what was in the truck. Mm. But. Um, yeah, Renault. Oh, hopefully it was light and it was the trophy cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Renault just, I don't know, when the car works, it seems to work all right. It's just that it doesn't, it just doesn't work all right for a full race. How long do we blame Cyril Beterbool? I'm, I'm not accepting that as an answer, Cyril. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anyone... I, 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 I think we look at next year. Yeah. Don't know if anyone noticed. Are um, they the new Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone noticed when Sky were interviewing Cyril Beterbool after the race. Somebody held the mic for him. They didn't give him the microphone so he could stick it down his throat. <laughs> um, I don't know. Is it his fault? I just realised because of the because of the lack of performance, he's not getting paid. So he's making money on the side by camming, and that's why he keeps ramming things down his throats. <laughs> I was expecting that to go in a completely other direction. He's not getting paid, so he's having to eat microphones to survive. No. <laughs> You've not met Lee before, have you? <laughs> I keep giving him the benefit of the doubt, which is what this people is, keep doing to Cyril Abitabal. We're still on the first team, and yeah. this, is, this is where we're going. We know, we know where we're headed. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, that is just, it's one weekend to forget, and oof. Yeah, shame. One, one of many. Uh, right. Just, just quickly before we leave them, do you, anyone else think Ricardo must be, if, if there's a performance clause in his contract, has to be looking at other options where else he can go because that team's gone backwards it's mm-hmm. not like they're slowly moving forwards they've dro- not just dropped backwards they've gone back to behind where they were last year but what's his market value though because he's not going to have gone up is he after this year if he has to, if he goes somewhere else he would probably be taking a pay cut he wouldn't necessarily be a number one driver it would depend what he's i mean if he gets if he gets his full what is it twenty million a year he's on yeah something yeah. like that um, I mean that just doing that one year might lighten the uh, what he what he believes what he thinks he needs from a contract 
It, it could, it yeah, could do. That's the, the other thing to, to remember is that, yeah, you get big contracts, but it's successful drivers that mm. make millions yeah. and millions and millions yeah. of pounds and dollars. So I'd, I'd, I'd prefer to be in a car that's going somewhere than where he is. He did say that when he was doing his contract negotiations last year and then he signed for Renault. Mm. <laughs> well, they were, they were promising the moon on a stick. You, works, you've got to think about what options he's got open. Mm. He probably hasn't got Ferrari because they've got Charles Leclerc. He probably hasn't got Mercedes mm-hmm. because they've got Hamilton and apparently have their eye on Verstappen. Yeah. So, back to Red Bull. Um, if if that b- bridge hasn't burned, I, yeah, I don't. So, so from where he is, I think the only chances of of world title success could be McLaren. Yeah. Or Renault to stay in put. I, but McLaren, McLaren are going to be, be McLaren are going to be so. I think we're going to see McLaren Lando and have, Carlos have already. For, haven't they? I think we're yeah. going to see them for the next five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five years is a long time in Formula One, but I definitely, unless one of them drops off completely in form, or gets offered something somewhere else, yeah, I think, or or they start running together on the track yeah mm. or one of them clicks and let, let like let's just say i just so i'm not so people don't say i'm a fanboy let's just say carlos just starts wiping the floor with lando on a consistent basis why are you crossing your fingers when you say that <laughs> <laughs> i do actually have my legs crossed um the then they might think about getting rid of one of the drivers but i think if they both keep going where they are any team this is this is why i think teams gonna have to get the ducks in order this year because any whatever we start the grid with in 2020, teams are going to want to keep their teams through 2021. Yeah. Because it, with big rule shakeups, you don't need new drivers as well. You want drivers that have been embedded in the team, that know the team they're working with. Or if you're getting new drivers, you want their engineer and yeah. pretty much their side of the pit crew from their old team. Yeah. Yeah, do a whole, do a whole Ferrari Benetton yeah. thing. Yeah. Just take, take the bloody lot. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna be talking a lot about the silly season over the next few weeks mm. during the silly season. During the silly season and the <laughs> summer break. What I um what I reckon we should do. I've already suggested this to Chris and Shana mentioned it to you earlier. But what I think all five of us should do is write down what we think the grid's going to look like next year. I think we did this years ago, didn't we? Yeah, but that's when nobody listened to it. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 we, we, we did it, we did it. Um, but, yeah, if, let's, yeah, let's all, let's year, all, no, let's all do, not a fantasy grid, not who you want to see driving for. Yeah. Genuinely who you think But genuinely who you think is going to be where, and let's, let's see how, let's see how accurate we can be. Yeah. Given our predictions, generally I'm going to go with minimal. <laughs> <laughs> we all did as well as each other on we this did. week's race, spoiler alert. <laughs> we, Should, Shall we move on? We could set up a separate email as well. Set up a separate email so we don't check it. And so listeners can send their predictions in and we can open them all at the same time. Like a weird secret Santa. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Secret grid. I'll get that set up during the week and we'll announce that on next week's pod. Yep. Mm. Right. I think we just announced the book, Karen. Well, no. Formally (laughs) Formally announced the email address. I know, I know. <laughs> just tickling got to balls. Do it, just got to do it on the pod to do it properly. Well, I wondered why you were sat like that. Alfa Romeo um, finished in the points mm-hmm. and then didn't. Mm. <laughs> the thirty-second penalties were, would actually have been stop and go penalties if um, they'd have had chance to apply it during the race. 
but the stewards were a little bit behind on everything because there was that much going on. So the penalties were mm-hmm. for the clutch not responding to its inputs quickly enough. I mm-hmm. thought it was driver coaching during the um, parade laps. You no. have a certain amount of time to release the clutch paddle. There's like an assistive mode in the clutch panel and you yeah. paddle and you have to release it within 70 milliseconds. Um, and they were 200 and 300, respectively. Oh, right, so, okay. So basically, the car was doing traction control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And how the hell did the FIA work this out, for one thing? Scrutineering, I think. Mm. I think that's why it came out after the race, because I think it's once they downloaded the data. Right, right, mm. okay. Because so I... It was, it was on the scrutineering document, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, we both read the scrutineering document Which yesterday. Which is a fascinating read, if um, ever you feel like venturing that way. If ever you can't sleep, <laughs> read the scrutineering notes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Very precise. I will stick with ASMR and people scratching on cork boards. I would rather listen to scratching on a flaming blackboard <laughs> yeah. than read that no, again. No one ever does that in ASMR videos. Weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the um, what is it? Article 27.1 says the driver must drive the car unaided, which means no coaching and no traction control or ABS. Right. That's where I've got So it all, it all falls under the same sporting regulation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why they said it was... A driver aid, the driver not driving the car themselves. Yeah, the car was applying the cl- or, yeah, applying the clutch more gently than the driver was. Right. I think they argued that it was because of the weather conditions, but no one else had that problem. So. Yeah. The, well, they said, "Yep, sorry, we'd um, we kind of just shoved the numbers in at the last minute because it was raining. We didn't mm-hmm. quite know what we were doing." Um, yep. Fair cop, Gov. But and now they're appealing. But they are mm-hmm. appealing because Fred Vassar says they've got evidence to prove that they didn't do it. <laughs> even, even, even though... Even though the FIA has taken evidence and data from their car that shows they did it. Yeah, but appar- <laughs> apparently um, the bloody driver's glove was the wrong size. Oh, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was another Raikkonen's DNA that was on the wheel. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, on the whole, though, Kimmy was bloody impressive this weekend. He had a great race. Best of the rest yeah. in qualifying yeah. in Q2 and Q3. <laughs> um, great start, up to third at one point. Got um, got got uh, Vettel and then pulled away from him in the Ferrari. Yeah. That must have been pretty satisfying for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have to move over anymore. Well, you would think he did, really, wouldn't you, given the teams? But I was I was quite surprised by that, especially when he shut the door on. I thought, fucking I'm not in the same colour car anymore, are they? But, um, and we're saying Kimi was impressive. Giovinazzi was only one place behind. Yeah, it was a good race for Giovinazzi. Yeah, yeah he's, um, he's turning into the... Um, I've said this before, but I think he's turning into the new Carlos Sainz and just doing the get on, getting on with it now. No, Car- He's had a bit of a shaky start this season. Carlos but- Sainz was comparable to Max Verstappen when they were in the same team. Yeah, it's yeah. all all Giovinazzi has done is not crashed. I don't know. I think I think he I think he's now on the point where it, by the end of the season he'll start to compare favorably to Kimi. I do, I I don't think he'll have done enough to keep his seat. You'll have to put that. You'll have to put that in your list. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hope they give him time to. If if he is coming into the, if he is getting things together, I hope they give him time to and another season. If I think, I think, I think don't yeah. don't forget it's not down to Sauber whether he stays there or not. They can ask if he they're can. They're not called yeah. Sauber anymore. Well, no, but Sauber, <laughs> Sauber are managing the team, 
and that Sauber placed the yeah. drivers in the Alfa Romeo sponsored ah. team. Um, but it's not that it's not down to the team; it's down to Ferrari because yeah. Ferrari have got the rights to put one driver in that car, and if Ferrari wants to put somebody else in his yeah. seat, because Raikkonen isn't the driver yeah. that Ferrari put in there. Yeah. Definitely honest governor. Um, <laughs> I I've got a sneaking suspicion a German guy with a familiar surname will be in that car next year. Mm, I don't I, know because he's doing a bit average. Isn't he, I, I don't two? think that matters. I think the, the well, it does if he doesn't have the points. Oh yeah, if he doesn't have the points, where the money, money, oh, yeah. money well, from FIA. Let me, let me think. Let me think. It's the FIA who can give special dispensation for super licenses. Yeah. Who's in charge of the FIA? Yeah. What team? What lab, team did he used to run? <laughs> who was his favourite driver? I personally think <laughs> anyone in GP2 that isn't crashy, you will find will be able to get special dispensations to mm. drive a Formula One car because it. it or, it, or Sean Galil if his dad pays enough chicken. Yeah, money. but if, if it's gonna be a if it's gonna be a feeder series, knocking down a couple of the walls from GP uh, from F two into F one is not the worst thing they can do. No. But I, I just hope they don't put Schumacher into a Formula One team before he's ready. Yeah, I think he needs another year. I th- I think yeah. you're right, uh, but I don't think you. I don't think. I see. I I don't know. I mean. It, does it work like that? Do you think? Do you think another year in GP two will help? Being uh, where you're just you're not getting used to Formula One, you're not getting used to how how things work and how to set up a car. I I I reckon what we'll what we'll probably see with Mick Schumacher next year is another year in GP two, but a few Friday mornings. Maybe Possible, yeah. maybe um, and Pire- and Pirelli tests that we don't even get to see. Mm. Official reserve driver would be a good thing. So he's in the team every weekend doing what uh, Lando was doing last year. Yeah. Getting the tees and getting to know the engineers and know how a race weekend works. Stirring a cup of tea with a screwdriver or yeah. whatever it was. I wonder how many goes round Marinello he's getting we never hear about in old Formula One cars or older Formula One cars. Exactly. Or, yeah. or Formula <laughs> Uno cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a card game? Pretty much. All oh, right. Okay. Um, it could be that. I mean, look at how much how much extra training Lance Stroll got at Grand Prix Circuit in Old Williams. A treat. <laughs> he came fourth this weekend. Yeah, he did. He came for, he a good race. <laughs> and um, also, Ferrari are about to lose that one of their simulator drivers, possibly both, mm-hmm. because Brendan Hartley is going to be back in WEC full time with all this Formula One experience that's mm-hmm. going to help yeah. him. Mm-hmm. And Verline could be on his way out of the Ferrari program. Well, if you're going to Haas, he might not be out out of the. No, program. but if he's um, if he's doing that, and I don't know, he, he says he still wants to do Formula E as well. That I doesn't don't know how well for that, a little while. Though, that does it? that starts November. Yeah, so he's got a few months. Mm. So Ferrari could be uh, Ferrari could be looking for a reserve driver, mm. and I think that would probably be the best role for Mick Schumacher. I can't think of anyone else in the Ferrari Junior program that would actually fit in because Callum Eilert's nothing particularly special. There's a f- there's, they've got quite a few, though, haven't they? They've got um, the other, a Lacey. Uh, Juliana. That's mm. the one. Um, I, do, I don't think the reserve driver works either for a young driver. Not properly. Cause you on, need, only if you're need, getting the test, I think. Or if, you, if you're getting the Friday mornings and you're doing GP2. Mm. Yeah, but you, yeah. the, you need that constant race. And this is why... It, yeah, he, he needs to be racing. Mm. But I think 
if he's brought into Formula One too early, more than any other driver, he is going to have such a media spotlight. Mm. On I him. think that'll happen no matter when he comes in. Yeah, but he needs to be able to l- deliver with it. Then again, look at last year. It was nowhere in European F3 until um, the second half of the season, and all of a sudden he mm-hmm. destroyed the rest of the field and took the title. Yeah. Which, if you if Dan Tictum's to be believed, in dodgy circumstances. It does seem weird. That, that well, the dodgy whole situation did not seem that weird. Dan Tictum went off the boil completely. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even then, you've, st- you've still got the rest of the field. Mm-hmm. It, it, it seems weird to me that all of a sudden someone wakes up in the morning and goes, oh, fuck, I know how to drive these things. Oh, well, it's the might accelerator. Have had, might have had some driver coaching that just made maybe. a difference it's between... Driver coaching. Yeah, maybe. And they reckon with, with F2 in particular, the biggest thing for newer drivers in that series is the tyres, because mm-hmm. usually you haven't dealt with that kind of Pirelli tyre and changing onto different compounds and stuff mm-hmm. before that, so that's meant to be the big... Yeah, learning things. So it was very unusual last year that it was all rookies that were at the forefront. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think it'll be interesting to see what Mick Schumacher does in the second half of the GP2 season, or F2 season. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's, it's difficult not to go to GP2, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I keep doing it all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I still keep calling the Arden GP2 cars the Force Indias. <laughs> <laughs> the pink the pink ones in the second division. Yeah. That do. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It could be that he does enough for Ferrari to put him in the car, but would Ferrari want him just to go straight into the big boy team? Like Schumacher in a Ferrari rather than no, Schumacher no, 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 being no. powered by a Ferrari engine? Uh, I, th- I think he'll go into Alpha. This was the other thing they've got to keep in mind is that if they bring him in and put him in a junior team or a, a feeder team of some description, they're only going to want him there for a couple of years before they move him up. So yeah. they need to wait and see what's happening with like Vettel mm-hmm. and... Leclerc and I think it might be a different story if say Michael Schumacher had been a homegrown Ferrari boy that came into Formula One with Ferrari then I think there might be some sort of romanticism about having his son come straight forward through into yeah. Ferrari but you know uh, it, but it wasn't there's no such thing mm. as a homegrown Ferrari boy until nope. Charles Leclerc no no because mm. I mean Michael Schumacher was Mercedes in the early part of his career yeah. Then again, so was Mick Schumacher because he had um, he had Mercedes sponsorship until Ferrari signed him up yeah. last year. So I remember the f- first part of the uh, first part of the European F three season, mm-hmm. he was um, he had a Mercedes logo on the back of his yeah. overalls, and that suddenly changed. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that maybe that was maybe that was the reason why he improved. Uh, Ferrari have got better young driver coaches than Mercedes have. Uh, Their program is led by, I can't remember his name, but he was Carlos Sainz's race engineer mm. when he was at Toro Rosso with the hair. Oh, He's in yeah. charge of their, all their youth. But Ferrar- Ferrari's driver program hasn't been littered with Formula One drivers, has it? <laughs> it's, it's been littered with ex-Formula One drivers from different teams. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, they don't make champions, they buy them. Yeah. Um, right, well, next, Mercedes. Hmm. Where do we start? Bad weekend, wasn't it? Every team's going to have a bad weekend. Mercedes have one every year, don't they? Yeah. I mean, a third of the way through, they were running first and second. Yeah. If if Hamilton hadn't (laughs) slid off, he'd have breezed that race. Great week. He had it all under control. Great week for them to let the Netflix cameras in. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) You know, they said that they were only doing one, maybe two races this season, and the first one was going to be at their home race. Yeah. Whoops. What a decision. Good choice, guys. (laughs) Great, great, um, Great to... Be in fancy dress for all the moody photos as well. Yeah. 
I I really wasn't sure if I was looking at the garage or an artisanal gin bar. <laughs> <laughs> there's a great there's a great photo. I put it in the the driver quotes article that's online, and um, it's the pit wall basically all sat in a row doing sort of poses before the race, and they do look like they're sat at a bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, got off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, Lewis Hamilton under the weather massively. Yeah. Um, was it a cold? Was it a stomach bug? God knows. I don't know. He, I think, he wasn't well. I think it definitely affected him because there was he made two mistakes and you don't see Lewis Hamilton make big mistakes like that. No. But then the further on the race got, the more it all turned to crap. Mm. And Bottas had a couple of spins before he's off. Yep. Um, Hamilton losing it under the safety car, taking the front wing off. I I am disagreeing with David Coulthard here because he was saying on the Channel Four commentary that he shouldn't have had the penalty. I don't think he should have had the penalty. I think he should have had uh, the penalty. He went the wrong side of the bollard, but he had no choice from, that, from where he crashed. So do you you do another lap then? So you do another lap. Mm-hmm. It was bit, it was explicit in the race director's but, comments before the but the that, race that's started. right. I, and I'm not saying this is a fanboy. That's ridiculous because if you've got bits falling off your car. That's dangerous. It, it's unsafe to do another lap, and they should change the rules. Yeah, but, but they that gave is the rule. They gave Vettel a penalty in Canada. Oh yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. something where you can say, "Hang on, he didn't mm-hmm. have much of a choice there." And they're giving Hamilton a penalty for something where to be to be what fair, he did was the sensible and to safe be fair, thing. Uh, Vettel almost ran into the side of Hamilton. Can I also point out, out control? Yeah. Can I also point out that the bollard was there? Because of all the confusion with Lewis's pit stop, not a pit stop. Oh, yes, it is a pit stop. No, it isn't. Oh, yeah, last uh, year. This race last year. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. That bollard was only put there. Uh, they're even calling it the Lewis rule on Thursday. Yeah. But, but the big difference is that was something where he had a choice to come in. Yeah. The, the pit stop on Sunday, he'd hit the wall. Yeah. He had to go into the pits. No two ways about it. Going round the circuit would have made him... A dangerous obstacle. Yeah, he'd also have lost more than five seconds. Yeah, was... and and you'd have had a chunk of car fall off. Mm-hmm. You might you might have had an um, a big piece of front wing on the uh, like on the back straight or something like that. So well, then you've got under the safety. Well, the car circuit was well, it was under a safety car anyway. Yeah. So circuit was wet. The spray mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Someone could have hit him. Yeah, I think that's the other thing to think about as well. As far as him uh, even getting back into the pit, like he'd have had no lock on that car at that speed yeah. with no front wing. I agree that the rule is wrong, but it was still the rule. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I I still think most rules can be um, countered by safety arguments. Um, the the big ones coming up, my 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 big issue as far as penalties go is further down the line. It was a bad day for bad day for penalties being called this weekend. Mm. Um, but I mean, yeah. What what more can we say about Mercedes apart from bloody hell? Hamilton crashed. It was he crashed at the worst possible time when they were expecting Bottas in for a pit stop. So yeah. when mm-hmm. he turned up in the pits with no announcement, Chaos. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they couldn't have been caught out worse. worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it compromised Bottas as well because yeah. then he had to do another lap, I think, didn't he? Oddly enough, I think the weekend, um, although Lewis's situation seemed more um, like extreme because he was leading the race and then he. He had various moments where he was almost back in the fight for the win, and he was back to the back yeah. of the field. But Bottas had the worst race of anyone this weekend. 
Bar, um, barring maybe maybe a Red Bull driver on thin ice. I would, I would, I would, I was gonna say I'd um, I'd put in second worst of the weekend but behind the, a Red Bull driver. But the problem is, like Bottas wasn't on the pace for like most of the race. Uh, I'd say Charles Leclerc had a pretty bad weekend as well. Oh yeah, Charles had a bad race. weekend. Yeah, but. Um, the well, big Charles Leclerc at one point looked like he was going to win it. Right. I don't think Bottas, yeah. even though he was second for a long, long time, really ever looked like the winner. When right. we get to Ferrari, I'll say why I think Charles Leclerc had the worst weekend. Switch cool. the Mercedes drivers around here. Does Lewis Hamilton crash trying to sh- chase down Lance Stroll? The, the, the speed disparity in those cars, why was Bottas so on the ragged edge? Yeah. It it shouldn't have been that way. It's like Lance Lance Stroll, he didn't have a good race. For like, put, he, he had a good pit stop. He had a good pit stop, and then he made that work mm-hmm. and didn't crash. So well on to him, you know. Because I thought <laughs> I think he had one spin, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, as, yeah he as, just as had right as, place, right time. As soon as they put him on slicks, though, well, this this is that race ending behind a safety car. <laughs> <laughs> we all said it. Yeah. We all took the yeah. piss. Um, yeah, I think ours was, we know where this oh, one's going to yeah, go. Oh, no, not Lance Stroll first on slicks. What is that? Yeah, but like, <laughs> Bottas and a Mercedes chasing Lance Stroll mm-hmm. in a racing point. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> I had to stop. Um, not an Arden GP2 car. <laughs> no. <laughs> in the damp, he should be, he should have the confidence that Yale catch him, Yale mm-hmm. breeze past mm-hmm. him. Shouldn't be pushing it, shouldn't be taking risks. Yeah, yeah. it should be. Oh, didn't get past him this time. We'll have plenty. He should have been on pace with. He should, should have been, been on pace at least with Verstappen. Is this Bottas yeah. not handling the pressure of what Toto said before the before the weekend started about um, these are the two races that determine his future? I think it's a mixture between that and the fact that if you remember back to Silverstone when he was in Will when he was in uh, in Williams, he's not very good in the wet. No, that's that's true. Um, but it, yeah, it just. <laughs> If you're going to be Lewis Hamilton's teammate, and you're gonna, uh, and and you're gonna try and at least believe that you can beat him to a world championship, then if Lewis has those bad days, you should be picking up the points. He could have, if if he'd have been on it, he'd have been looking at twenty five points off Lewis's lead, and the championship's back on. That's what he needed. He needed Lewis to crash out, and he needed to win a race mm. for this to work. Do we think? Do we think he's still in the car next year? Very, very questionable at the it's, minute. It's looking less likely than it was mm. this time bad, last week. Bad race at a bad time. Mm. If I, I think at this point, it might depend on how Ocon's performing, how George Russell's performing. Which how do you know how Ocon's well. performing though? Well, they were prepared to throw him in the car on Saturday morning, yeah. weren't they? Yeah, yeah. At one point on Saturday, well, Lewis might not arrive. He's doing simulator work for every team, isn't he? Ocon? Yeah, but simulator work and driving cars is different, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, he's also he also did the Pirelli test last week. Yeah, but this isn't out there wheel to wheel racing with people. No, but at least he's getting he's getting track time. Yeah, which. Is more than simulator time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. But but simulator I, and Pirelli test is all Kvyat's done for the last year, and and he's he's, back. he's, he's bounced back pretty <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I suppose so. I didn't think of Kvyat, and it's what Brandon Hartley's doing with all his all WEC his experience. experience. <laughs> I still think he's a. To, see, the thing is, it's not like for Kvyat. I can understand it because you're putting him back into Toro Rosso, mm. sticking Ocon in. You're sticking him in arguably in the, the best yeah. car. Yeah. 
best car on the grid, like championship winning car. But uh, yeah, I I think it depends on if they can see some someone with enough more than Bottas now than mm. than where the Bottas can save it. The bad thing for Bottas is it's been his seat to lose since yeah. he got it. Yeah, and he's barely clung on to it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was Germany last year where they announced. Yes. Yeah, he was getting another year. Tell you what, if you think, uh, I mean, it was one of your predict. It was your yeah, bonus I, prediction. I, I would not have been surprised. Daniel Rick wouldn't be a bad shout. Daniel Rick no. wouldn't be a bad shout. But yeah, I wouldn't have been surprised going into this race weekend if they had announced a Bottas extension ahead of the race. And now it's like, nah, <laughs> it's not going to happen for a little while yet. They announced a non-announcement. Non-announcement. Well, haven't haven't they said they'll sort everything out by the summer break? Over the summer break. Over the summer break, summer yeah. Break. To- uh, Toto's quote was something like, um, Germany and Hungary, his performance in these two races will determine whether we keep him next year. Mm. Which I, I find weird when people say things like that, because you think, well, if you've got to give him two races to prove himself to keep a seat, to keep a seat halfway through a season, he's obviously not proved himself now. It does seem a little odd. I mean, bearing in mind he's, you know, he's won races this season. Yeah, but he's he's, uh, he's maybe Toto wants to put him under the pressure, and mm. I, I think he wants someone closer to Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, it's, Bottas seems to be able to do it in um, qualifying, but I'd argue that Lewis Hamilton isn't having a good year. Oh, to Lewis, he's not having a bad year because he's winning races, but I think he's performing to like sixty percent of what Lewis Hamilton can do. He's win- He's doing what he needs to do to win a world championship this year. He's locked into a couple of race wins. Yeah, yeah he, won- he won in Bahrain because Leclerc had problems. He won in Canada because Vettel had his situation. He won in Monaco because of Verstappen. Not because of Verstappen's penalty, but he certainly was helped by Verstappen's penalty being less of a challenge. And he kind of blocked Bottas in the pit lane. And that shuffled the pack. Um yeah, there have been a few. They might be limited for options now as well because um, uh, Paul Darista, after the race, seemed to think he that might be a good fit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Paul, it, a couple of years ago, but um, Paul Darista um, said he thinks that with this win, this puts Verstappen out of his exit clause in his contract. Mm, I think possible. some people thought the first win did that. Mm. Yeah. But also, if you're Verstappen, given how it's gone the last month or so, would you want to go anyway? I don't know. And I think I'd want to stay on with Red Bull because... Um, it's your team. Yeah. yeah. And Mario... Is it Mario uh, Il- Il- Ilium? Il- Il- uh, the guy from Ilmore is now running the Honda engine development. Ah. Yeah. And, of course, Ilmore were the ones who worked with Mercedes and made all those McLaren Mercedes engines. Ron Dennis must be ripping his three hairs out. <laughs> because he suggested that, didn't he? When when Honda first came into Formula One, it was he wanted uh, them to work with Ilmo yeah. on the engine, and that's when they wouldn't, uh, you know, they wouldn't look yeah. outside of mm. Honda for what they were doing. And now they are doing, and oh shit, two cars on the podium. Yeah, Ron could have kept his job. Ron could have kept his job. We could. I could have kept Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> we we could see Fernando and Jensen taking uh, first and second in God knows how many races. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I just, I've never. I, I was going to say I've never cried and got a boner before, but here we are. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, this will bring you back down. Williams. <laughs> bring you back down. This Good is choice the, of is words. Is this the latest we've ever talked about Williams? Yes. Uh, it's, it's yes. Way it's since here. Silverstone 2014. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, they've got a point. They have got a point. And that, at the moment, pending the Alfa Romeo appeal. Um, but of course, that means about three and a half million extra cash to the team mm-hmm. for next year because that will pay their their transport costs. Yeah. What, a, what a race for poor George to be behind. Uh, <laughs> In the one time. The, yeah. oh, poor lad. That was just strategy as well. Stra- strategy mm-hmm. and the car updates, I think. Well, I mean, George Russell got the car updates, but didn't get a chance to run them uh, in FP3 on Saturday because what was it? He damaged the floor. He ran over a curb and cracked mm-hmm. the floor. Uh, Kubica was on an all-new chassis, which I make his fourth different chassis of the season. I don't know. And you're looking this one up. I, I can mm. pro- I can give this a quick look. Um, yourselves. I mean, all right, they got points, but it was still not. A flattering performance because they were still... They were still the last finishers. And they were still the slowest cars on the circuit. Yeah. Yeah. However, they finished. They didn't screw anything up. They didn't... No, they should have rolled the dice, though. Julian Palmer was right in his analysis of it. They should have rolled the dice with at least one of the drivers. When Sauber were at the back of the pack, they were rolling the dice and doing what people thought were stupid strategies because it was the only way they were going to get anything other than coming last and second to last. Well, the strategies were... um, Ruth Buscan batshit and yeah. sometimes the worked absolutely and if if they'd stuck to the same strategy that everyone else was using they would have come last and second to last guaranteed true but I mean one one thing that Williams did get wrong was um, after the after the sort of, during the first pit stops everyone started pitting for inters mm-hmm. both Williams cars stayed out yeah that, that was weird that um, that didn't work, and I think within three laps, the drivers that had stayed on the wet tyres were running ten seconds a lap slower than everyone on inters. Ooh. Anyone else thought they were doing it for a bit of TV time? I assumed they were trying to avoid inters and were hoping the track would dry and they could just go straight onto slicks. But mm. I I, I got the feeling that maybe they might have been trying to get a little bit of more TV time money, possibly or. It's a bad car. Maybe they asked the drivers how the wet tyres were. And <laughs> they were like, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's not, not been a great deal of running on um, on Inters this year. No, and you've oh. got ba- like, basically two rookies in the team. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That is that is true. But yeah, I think, I, think they got the, I think the strategy went wrong for them. They should have, they should have pitted at least one driver for Inters when everybody yeah. else was coming in. And the Mr. Trick they, they should have put someone on slicks. Mm. If you've got if you've got two cars in about the same bit of track and it's a bit fifty fifty, what do we do? You split it because you would assume one of them is going to get it mm. right, or at least wait because not everyone pitted when, like the lap after stroll, they mm. put uh, wets yeah. on uh, slicks on. So you'd have thought that at least someone there would have thought, well, what, what's he doing? Yeah, how's he got? Oh, the third sector was okay. So yeah, you know, and, and got them in then. But yeah, there were, um, I, there were, they weren't reactive when they should have been, mm. and they were nowhere near being proactive at all. Well, this is what this was a bit like. It's old Williams because we it's masked now because they're so bad. But when, remember when they had a good car and like they were second in the world championship. They, it was like they'd forgot how to win yeah. races and they'd forgot how to go racing. We used to call it smedley Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> and it seems that that is still present. Yeah, they're, they're not willing to take the risks mm-hmm. that might get good results or might get even worse results. But You'd think running at the back would give you the freedom to do yeah. that, wouldn't you? Uh, as I say, Sauber did when, when they were at the yeah. back because because why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only issue that Sauber had at that time was Ericsson and NASA trying to kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> mm, shame. It, it could have been interesting that, but, you know. It's... But there's some good things for them. They are a lot closer to the back of the pack than they were. I hope so. We're interested mm. to see what happens in the dry, but I don't even think we will see that in Hungary because Hungary is such an aero and chassis dependent yeah. circuit. I think we're going to be back to uh, without safety cars three laps down at the end. Maybe not three, maybe two, maybe one. It's a short. It's a short lap. It is a short lap, but uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be after the summer break we see. Well, it. I don't think Spa will be good for them either. They got a good lump in the back of the car though. The great through the speed can be wet as The well. great through the speed traps. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we could see uh, we could see a jump at Monza. Yeah, it'd be nice. Does yeah. anyone know if they're bringing updates next week for Hungary? Apparently, they are now bringing updates to practically every race until Japan. So, yeah. could could still work out. It'd for be them. it'd be nice the, if they can get to. Wouldn't it be good if they could get to that possible sort of uh, Toro Rosso sort of area what third, third. Yeah, like, not well, this no, week <laughs> not this weekend but i mean <laughs> as average but, you know but maybe battling with a hass yeah when the they're not battling with themselves yeah i mean um I, I can't i can't remember um who said it but somebody's quoting george russell as saying it's going to be even better when we get the new front wing in because all the up all the up Dates were mm. from the cockpit backwards, yeah. yeah. And there's a whole new front wing assembly to come in, mm-hmm. which um, that is such a major part of the aero, as Scarves has told us, that um, you know we could we could actually see changes when they manage to get the air pointing in the right direction. I wonder what's happened, what's gone on there, because they like the car was late being prepared. Then we know you had all the issues with what's his name? I forgot his name. Paddy Lowe. Paddy Lowe. Um, and things being behind, and the, like, because the, even said that things were stuck in like a production yeah. line to get things onto the car. So now, obviously, the upgrades they should have had from the beginning the, of the season are starting to creep through. They've been doing mechanical upgrades mm. for the first first bunch of races, which yeah. has brought them slowly towards the the back of the pack. But it almost makes you. It almost feels like someone has convinced somebody. Look, we need to do this. This is whether it's money or resources that need to be pushed around and the ideas that were in the pipe anyway are now starting to come to come out. It's the Patrick Head shouting effect. Well, we, apparently he was just there for show, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's got to have started before he was brought in. Yeah, yeah. i kind of forgotten he was there, to be honest. He was only there for a weekend. I know, but I've sort of forgotten that that was ever a thing. Mm-hmm. They yeah, conveniently they... had him in the garage when he'd already booked a weekend away in Shanghai with the family. Yeah. <laughs> bit of fucking because everyone knows PR. everyone knows Shanghai's a really great and easy place to get to for a weekend break if you live in Oxfordshire <laughs> <laughs> but this must have this process must have started around the pa- time Paddy Lowe stepped back from the team mm-hmm. or was stepped back from the team I don't think he was being listened to what wasn't as involved yeah but no I th- I think this all if this is just pure speculation I don't think he was being listened to and whatever he was trying to push forward was getting re- knocked back 
and he's gone right well i'm off then and he's left the team and it's only now that what he thinks he was trying to get pushed through for the car are starting to get onto the car maybe uh and again i'm going on um chat we had with scarbs this time last year yeah uh, when he was telling us that the Williams, the 2018 Williams, was that aerodynamically sensitive that it was stalling mm-hmm. at full speed when it shouldn't have been. Yeah. And if there was an inherent problem with the actual chassis design, they wanted to get that fixed before they moved on to major aero improvements. Mm-hmm. And this year's aero is based on last year's, which was flawed to begin with. Yeah. So that's kind of exacerbated the problem. Is it well? Is it based on last year's? Because this would have been a low car, wouldn't it? This year's car would have been a low car. Last year's wouldn't have been. The upgrades would have been. Uh, yeah, if or you, the, or the, the develop if, the development would have been because don't forget there was still um, still going into the summer break. The car was um, the car was aerodynamically unstable. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, what 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 should have been this car this year should have been Paddy Lowe's. Um, Williams and they stopped development on last year's car well early. Mm. So I I don't think the I don't think the aero updates you were getting for this year were based on last year's car because all you need to do is well, no, look, I'm, look I'm at talking it. About, I'm talking about the initial aero design, which is basically what they've had to use. No, because it looks uh, if you even if you go back to Australia, the differences between the two cars are massive. You've you there's so many more like little Mercedes isms on the Williams this year than what it had last year. I know, I know what you mean, but I, I think they just threw but that I th- I think this, was, this, this would have been throwing things on it to correct the faults, the faults that were there with last year's car. And I think this year's car is more of an evolution rather than a redesign, uh, but they were trying to evolve from a completely bad package. I think it's a redesign and they've lost their, ch- their chief engineer or you know technical director. That's what's happened. It's been a complete redesign and then someone's left with the manual. It's been a complete clusterfuck. Yeah. But <laughs> but this is the thing, no matter what happens to Williams now, surely they're still fucked for next year because they don't have a technical director, do they? They've now... I think other people from within the company are fulfilling the roles, and I think they've gone to the McLaren Matrix management, you know, the one that doesn't work. work. Yeah. <laughs> It seems odd. Like it's, it, oh, I, I can see it now. Next year's surprise Williams announcement. Ron Dennis. I can't. I I wouldn't put it past that next year Williams rock up to testing with an altered version of this year's car. I'm glad you think they'll rock up to testing. Yeah, that's yes, an improved after, after this year. That's yeah. Yeah. yeah I, no, I I reckon the car we'll see next year will be the um, MPFW twenty. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Unless Mercedes step in, like if they're gonna. Uh, if they're going to keep pumping a Mercedes driver into that team, maybe they start pumping some knowledge into it as well. Well, I think if they've got a pile of updates that they're going to be bringing to every race, got to see what they do. Hope so. Yeah, I mean, I like, don't get me wrong. I'm being all doom and gloom here, but I, um, I think Williams' problems are like are bigger than a front wing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. They're now at the stage of the season where if there are updates coming to every race up until Japan, it is just throwing mud at the wall and seeing what sticks. Well, the the other thing is, what, after the summer breaks, three, four races in, that, that's when teams are going to start really to starting to develop on next year's car. So how far can they actually push this car up the grid? 
Oh, quite far if everyone else stops developing. Well, yeah, yeah, maybe. But, but maybe. what's the point yeah. if it's yeah. only going to affect next year? Yeah, great. There's, great, there's great no... we can get a nailed on 14th place and then next year we're still in exactly the same position as we were at the start of this year. We don't have major rule changes for next year, do we? Major rule changes. Major rule changes. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's not. It's no, a... it's certain. So everyone's next year's car is just going to be an evolution. Yeah, this, this is yeah. true. Yeah, that is, that is actually a fair point because the, ne- the next big redesign is going to have to come for 2021 regulations. Mm-hmm. In 2023, that's kind of my catchphrase, by the way. I can't help but think that um, Williams's roadmap map looks more like Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shall we move, move on? Has flattering. Zach and both. Let's move on. <laughs> oh. Seventh and eighth. Seventh, seventh and eighth. They um, they got there through penalties. Mm-hmm. It, it, ninth and tenth over the line, wasn't it? Yes, I think um, I think in his quotes, I think Gunter Steiner uh, said that that was flattering and better than they <laughs> deserved to be, and that was before they got bumped up. And it looks like they're now about to impose very firm team orders. Well, yeah, two yes. races in a row, they've driven into each other. They got away with it this time, but... Yeah. Um, so whoever comes into the Haas team will have to follow the new orders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see Pascal Verlein in that car? That is the the chatter. Do you get do you get rid of one? Do you get rid of both? You won't get rid of both halfway through the season. No, that's too exciting. Yeah. That's Toro Rosso from yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plus, I mean, who else do you plug into the t- into a car? But... Oh God, if, they have, if Ferrari have got a seat option, then it could be Brendan Hartley. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he probably wouldn't crash as much. I don't know. He had some good ones last year, didn't yeah. he? He didn't have any in? No. Don't think he's quite ready yet points wise. But yeah, Brendan Hartley no small crashes. Never just had a little bumper. It was yeah. always trash the car. But never into his teammate. Ah, baby no, steps, baby steps. China. Yeah. Gasly hit him. Was it Azerbaijan in qualifying? He was like pootling in the corner as Azerbaijan as um Gasly comes round and mm-hmm. nearly wiped him out. He was pootling round the corner because his rear wing had fallen off. Probably. Yeah. probably. <laughs> so I think I think one of them. Well, it's it's going to be Grosjean, isn't it? If one yeah. of them's gone, it's going to be Grosjean. Yes. I feel a little bit sorry for him, to be perfectly honest, because I still think that the two incidents he's had over the last two races have been more Magnussen's fault than his. But he's not blameless. No. Uh, and also, he's just not there at the start of the seasons. Nope. Whereas this Ma- is this Magnuson's is the second year through. on the trot. Mm. Yeah. But again, this is another reason I feel sorry for him. He had uh, the Australian spec Haas this weekend. And he's been complaining about the, the, the Haas all year, saying that they've gone the wrong way in development and they've made the car worse. They give him the car from for, from Australia with no upgrades on it. He outqualifies his teammate and has a better race. Yeah. So he had a point. The problem is it's signal-to-noise ratio, isn't it? Because he whinges that much about everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. He is the oh, boy that cried wolf. Yeah, at one point he's going to be right, but you're probably going to miss it <laughs> yeah. just because it's you're hidden too busy in the mold. Changing up. brake manufacturing <laughs> yet yeah. again. Yeah. So yeah, no, you you're probably right. It's and he is a, he is a big complainer, and that can't be a nice thing to have around the team. It's because it's not it's not even just some drivers criticise the team and stuff like that. Certain people, when they even when they want to put across like a legitimate concern, come across is crying mm-hmm. yeah. and he comes across as he's crying about yeah, I mean, things. He, it was a couple of years ago wasn't it that Gunter Steiner told him to shut up over yeah. the radio yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was complaining about something or other 
Well, didn't he have the uh, I'm not whinging decal on the helmet uh, one practice session? Yeah. Probably. But again, we do say this often is it all depends on what the producers want us to hear. Yeah. Very true. Oh, yeah. But um he does t- he does tend to complain a lot in interviews with outside the oh, team yeah. and outside yeah, of TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's going to have a negative effect on the team. Of course it is. And um, yeah, he, he just he just whinges his way through and it would be all right if he complained and still managed to perform through all the complaining. I mean, you listen to Lewis Hamilton's radio. Yeah. And all right, again, this is what the this is what the TV producers want us to hear. We always say that all these tires are going off. This is the wrong choice. Oh, you're on the wrong strategy. Mm-hmm. Great job, guys. I didn't think we'd ever get that win. Yeah, Grosjean can't cool the tires. Can't get the tires up to temperature. Brakes aren't working. <coughs> Having trouble with the steering. I'm twelfth. Well, it's it, Button was one as well. We talk about only hearing one thing from a driver. If you thought that was the only messages were the ones you heard, you'd think every message Jensen put out was, I've got no rear grip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the classic George Russell one from oh, yes. uh, from last year. Um, they actually, they'd been, they'd been on team radio, loads on the TV. And then towards the end of the race, looking up at the screen and he's up featured on team radio again. Oh, why are they always putting my radio messages out? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, with with Grosjean, it's not just what you hear during the race; it's what you read in um, yeah. in interviews, in quotes, yeah. what he says in the media pen. And um, it must the hardest job in F one, I swear, is Grosjean's press handler. We saw it as well, didn't we, in the Netflix series where they had a big Hass meeting, not a meeting, a meal, and he wasn't there. Yeah, Magnussen was there, everyone was there, but Grosjean didn't show. Perhaps he was in the kitchen. Well, you know, oh, that's yeah. a fair point. Could've he could have been. been cooking. But. I didn't like uh, not Verstappen. I didn't like uh, Magnussen's move on Carlos Sainz either. You know, Carlos Sainz, he went wide. I think was it into was it into turn one. I can't mm, remember. Can't very remember early on yeah. in the race, yeah. Um, but when you actually look at that incident, Magnussen came steaming over onto the racing line, and it wasn't so much he he forced him off the track because. <laughs> There was enough of a gap there, and Carlos Sainz obviously avoided mm-hmm. like collision. But if Carlos had left his car there, they'd have had a crash. Yeah, and I don't like. I'm up for hard racing with people, but I don't like the. Uh, I'm going to do this, and if you don't get out of the way, we're going to have a massive accident. And that seems to be the way Magnussen goes about his racing. Kind of works for Verstappen sometimes, though. I think there's a difference between banging wheels with someone like because we're not just talking about a little thump here. We're talking about he's just driving at you, <laughs> you know. And there's going to be wheels and carnage mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't because uh, Max Verstappen's much more measured than that. The different the difference with like the say the move I, I on. I don't think early Verstappen was. Oh, he wasn't. No, he is now. Now but, yeah. this, this yeah. year's Mac, um But like, Verstappen. say, if you take the movie did on Leclerc, which I still think was just absolutely on the edge of what we should allow in Formula One. Um, they made contact, but he knew going into that corner that they weren't going to go out of the race. Yeah. When uh, Magnussen came across at Sainz, if they'd have hit each other, he had no idea. He might have gone into fucking orbit for all he knew. <laughs> so, are we all agreed? Hash should get rid of Grosjean. I if think they, if get, they are going to yeah. bin anyone. I, I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking this during week, the season. This weekend. During yeah. the season. Yeah, I, I think... Grosjean of the two is the one who's more likely to get on the podium or win a race, even if if the circumstances mm-hmm. were right. 
Magnussen's the one more likely to get a high championship place. Yeah, I think you're right. He's more consistent, I think, yeah. isn't he? I think if they can get someone in the team that they can keep for next year, maybe Verline, as you were talking about, isn't it? Getting yeah. the seat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if they can get someone in and he works and he's he's doing well and he's comparable to Magnussen, um, they can then, towards the end of the season, think about dumping Magnussen as well and look yeah. for somebody else. Get the first driver in and see how see how he is. And then hopefully get rid of the other liability, because if if Grosjean goes and they still keep banging into each other, or Magnussen still keeps banging into people, then you've still got the same problem, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe maybe demote Grosjean rather than putting him on gardening leave, cooking leave. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Team maybe. Jeff. Yeah. Well, apparently he's been looking at Formula E next year, hasn't he? So he he must know if you when you're a I form- can't remember who tweeted it in response to you when you put that out, but they said and there aren't enough crashes in that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, like if you're a Formula One driver and you're looking into Formula E for the following season, you know your future's not bright in that yeah. sport. Yeah, but again, if he's not in Haas, where would he be? <sighs> Formula, Formula E. e. <laughs> yeah, I th- um, he's too much of a liability for endurance racing. Mm. Um, would you want him driving an Indy car on an oval? No, if you don't want deaths. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think that's his only option. And I th- I think next week we could be seeing his last race in F one. I reckon if he w- if he joined Indy, you'd see a crash so big it would rip a hole in time and space. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking NASCAR levels of "Oh my God, it's fire"? Yeah. Next <laughs> next, next thing is Grosjean's in a ball of flames and comes to rest in like 1958, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dressed as a member of the Mercedes pit yes. crew. <laughs> Oh, good, I'll have an artisanal gin. <laughs> <laughs> right, on to the next team, one where the future is bright and the future is orange. See what I did there? Very clever. Yeah. McLaren. Um, Phone jokes. Reference in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got hit by Grosjean earlier. <laughs> I've just is come it, back from it is now. Is Orange still a company? They no, they're called EE now. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, they conglomerated, didn't they? Yeah, ev- everything everywhere. Well, they've gone and they've given us Richard Bacon. Oh, no, Rich Bacon's still not Richard Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's <laughs> yeah. three, isn't he? But they used to sponsor Arrows. He's the one that keeps popping up on my television trying to tell me that I can't stream a movie on 4G, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, fifth place for Carlos Sainz. Great performance. Yeah. Particularly after getting sort of Magnus under well, and of, dropping down. I mean, well, it was a good performance because he, he just kept his head down. It was a proper Carlos Sainz race, yeah. wasn't it? He didn't necessarily earn the position. Chaos ensued yeah. around him. He, he did have yes, a, a near miss. He didn't, he didn't have chaos. Oh, no, no. no he, I'm, he not, I'm not taken away he? from he it. Had yeah. a, he did go wide and sort of, I think, lightly brush the barrier. He's, he is the new Prost. Just just does exactly what he needs to do. Yeah, nothing nothing more. It does make me wonder what how uh, if McLaren sort themselves out to whether a top team. I do wonder whether in modern Formula One that sort of person can win a world championship. I think there is. I think there's every possibility because he gets just a little more out of the car than you'd expect him to not not massive not massive amounts you know mm-hmm. we're not we're not talking stick him in a williams and he 
get See, into I, Q2. I don't think he does get anything more than what the car can produce. But I, I think he does exactly what the car can do. But if McLaren become a team that's capable of winning races and championships, then he will be able to drive that car to races yeah. and possibly yeah, championships. They, they or is he boss ass? No, I think if they give him the best car on the grid, he won't like crash it. Oh no, he won't. <laughs> cra- yeah, he won't crash it. But I mean, if I, I think he could be Rosberg. Mm. Yeah. So no, I, I, I'd like to see it. I'd like to see him as world champion. But I just, I wonder, I wonder if he's too steady sometimes, and I wonder if he's too negative because he's so negative in every, in like, and even even when he gets a good result, he's always oh, very surprised that it happened, and oh, I didn't think the car had the pace in it and stuff like that. I just wonder whether if he can that negative attitude's good because he keeps surprising himself in a mid-grid car. But when you've got a car where you're expected to win, if he still keeps that attitude, I think it might be quite negative. I, th- I think you him. see him coming across as more negative just because of the, the amount of positivity that you see from Lando. Possibly. <laughs> <that's>... <laughs> it's not necessarily negative so much as it's modest yeah. next to Lando. Whereas Lando is just... He's constantly been too like let loose with the Haribo, hasn't he? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Full of e numbers. Two, he's got oh, he's got in one hand a bag of Haribo and in the other hand Johnny Herbert's look, <laughs> <laughs> while attached to a drip full of Sunny D. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What? What? Uh, what was it this week? He lost power. power. Lost power. Yeah. I mean, he had uh, he had a battery problem. Transmission in, that I think rings a like bell. That, yeah. He had a battery problem in qualifying, which lost him round about a tenth, which would have been enough to get him out of Q one, um, and possibly into Q three. Mm-hmm. So it was it was down on power for that, and then the car just expired. Yeah, bloody shame. It was a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he he came out of the the pit that he he broke down just after his pit stop and he came out ahead of Lance Stroll on that pit stop. He was just ahead of him in the pit lane. So, so th- if things that when you see where Stroll finished, yeah, things that have worked out differently, we could have actually seen Lando leading a race at one point. Well, even um, when Sainz slid off, uh, that was uh, Lando up ahead of Sainz then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I I, yeah. I I do wonder whether the old Lando podium might have happened. Could have. Yeah. I, I think I think there would have been a bloody good yeah, chance. Given who he was racing, he was definitely in that, yeah. that area. Mm-hmm. Loved his quote just before the race about uh, he's going to do what he can to keep Vettel behind him for as long as possible. Didn't lo- didn't last long, did it? No, two corners. <laughs> well, do you know what that I've, I thought was amazing? If when you, if you watch that start, showing the difference between like cars compared to the Ferrari, Vettel had done Lando and both Williams before the start line. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was still he was still on the grid yeah. spaces. I think I, I don't, he didn't get anyone else, but he he got like the two Williamses before the start line. <laughs> that Ferrari yeah. can start. Yeah. Um, it it was a good it was a good resu- result for McLaren, mm. and they're still progressing. I think it's just it's just really really good to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know we we say we say this every week and. Yeah, you know, past season in bloody ages. I think by by the end of this season or maybe early next season, they might be up there with the top six. Might be a top eight. Hmm? Um, Norris had a had a P six a couple of races ago. I think it was Austria, where all of what we call the top six finished. Finished, he, and there was he no genuinely beat yeah. Gasly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it's it could easily happen. They might get bumped down another one though when he gets replaced. <laughs> yeah, how much of that was the McLaren and how much of that with Gasly is a, is a different argument. But, but yeah. they're, they're kind of the new Haas though at the moment because... Oh, no, 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 the drivers like each other. No, for Haas from I last think year. I think they're like a Haas 2.0, I yeah, think. Yeah, because the car's good, like the Haas was good last year, but it's always binary, isn't it? It's, it you only get one good finish from yeah. McLaren most of the time. But I think that it's different reasons to Haas. Oh, yeah. With Haas, it was Driver, it's, it's binary things. because one, one of the driver could drive. One of the dr- one yeah. of the drivers is an absolute liability, mm. and one of the the other driver is a driver. Mm. This this time round with McLaren, it's oh, it's technical. Like, yeah, yeah. there have been breaks. It, it's engine it's like you say, it's Johnny Herbert's look. Yeah, um, I think in my mind because I know it was a bit fifty fifty, wasn't it? Uh, was it Spain where Lando went out? I can't remember. There was what whatever Danny Kvyat hit him. I think it was Spain. Um, was it not China where I think did Kvyat hit him into signs? Is that yeah? That's what yeah, I'm thinking. Was that China? Think that was, was it? China. Oh, the uh, putting him into orbit gift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and because I think that was kind of more Kvyat's fault than it was Lando's. Mm. But there was one other start he had, wasn't it, where he crashed, and that was definitely his fault. But he's only like all the retirements he's had. I think there's only been one which was a Lando yeah. retirement. Yeah. Everything. Everything else just seems to have been. Mechanical problems, yeah, you and know. it's his rookie season. And how many rookies have not mm? done something stupid in their rookie season? I think uh, he's one of the best rookies we've had through for ages. Yeah, yeah, can't can't argue with that. Right, racing point. Um, these the third most binary team. Mm. Yeah, I mean Perez. What did three corners? About that. Three corners and then lots then of backwards. Drove in a circle. And... <laughs> it, lo- it looked from the onboard that he was, strugg- he was struggling with the back end of the car and I think he'd actually um, got a rear puncture or oh, a suspension said, problem before the spin. Oh, he said it was just his error. Well, oh, did he? Yeah. Ah, right. Because he struggled through the two corners before he lost it. And, yeah, that's it. Game over. I was expecting more from him. Yeah. Like he, he would be lap. one with yeah. like funny tyre management and the opportunity for a random podium. He would be the one you'd look at, really, wouldn't he? Yeah, I wonder I wonder if when he went out and he was going to have some kind of crazy whacked-out tyre strategy and they were going to take the chances, they just decided to throw the random strategy at Stroll. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder whether he's in danger for next year. He's not outperformed Stroll as much as we might have expected. And they don't need the money not from as him much, as much no. as they used to now. This is why I reckon we could see him in a house next year. Mm, I think it has to be a good shout. Because, he, you know, he, he brings the, the yeah, infamous they'd qu- backing. They'd quite with like him. the money. And he's better at tyres than them. Yeah, that's true. Um, and he's bring the experience as well. Yeah, because Verline, if he goes in, he's not massively experienced. He's been knocking around for ages, mm. but he's been out of F1 for two years now. Mm. Yeah. And even then, he only had a season and a half. Yeah. No, two seasons. Two seasons. One with, uh, with, with Manor, one with Sauber. So, a season and a half. Yeah. I wonder if um, that happened, if Mercedes could get George in that car instead of being in Williams. But, but this is the thing. Um, you said you reckon that the lineups for 2020 will be the ones going into 2021. Mm-hmm. 
Um, would Mercedes not want George Russell in the car for 2021? Would they want oh, this is George a, Russell in another team long term? If they don't stick him in, um, I mean, if he's not in, if he's not in their team next, if he's not in Mercedes next year anyway, then that's null and void. It doesn't matter where he is. So. I don't think that really matters unless they're unless they're going to put him in in the Mercedes next year, which I I still think there's a chance. I still think there's an outside chance of him getting that drive over Ocon, but uh, if there's a chance of the, him getting a better car, which we think the Force India is going to be reasonably good again next year with the new wind tunnel and stuff that's being built for them and all the facilities that that are getting put in place, I think I'd prefer to be in a Force India than a Williams. Yeah. Historic car. Yeah. Force India. Oh, yeah, sorry. Damn it. Damn it. I think I would prefer to be in an old Force India than a Williams, yeah. Last year's Force India was faster than this year's Williams. Yeah. So That's a scary prospect. Um, but Lance Stroll getting, uh, getting out of Q1. Yeah, good weekend yeah. all round, really, for him. Yeah, leading, leading a race. Is he coming together? Possibly. He is, is, I've just double checked. He is four places ahead of Perez in the standings. In the championship yeah. standings? Wow. Blimey. Yeah. I imagine that's mostly from this weekend, yeah, yeah. but yeah. still. I um, don't think he's coming together. I think he is occasionally has a weekend when everything comes together for him. When it pisses it down. Um, he does like the rain, doesn't he? Or a street circuit. Well, and it, uh, when he when he got his third in Baku. Yeah. Uh, he was so far up because it had rained during qualifying. Yeah, yeah. He qualified well in Monza the year before when it rained. Mm-hmm. Did well in Monza the year before when it rained. Uh, got a fourth here in the wet. I've said he is only he only seems to be mm-hmm. at the top of his game in the wet. He does. I mean, you can't you can't count on him as far as certainly not in qualifying. But he seems to, we seem to be having this conversation of going. Not a bad race for Lance Stroll. Fewer mistakes, yeah. more often this than year. we used to. Yeah, I mean, when he when he first started, it was mm. what the hell, what the hell is he doing there? And that lasted <laughs> yeah. for, that lasted really until Italy. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose Canada. Yeah, just as well because he's not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's the first Canadian not called Villeneuve to lead a race as well. Oh, is he? Apparently so. You said it, baby. I read it on Twitter, so it must be true. I have not <laughs> fact-checked I, I that. I think but that might have been a Sean fact. It might have been. It may have been. I can't remember where I read it, aside from the Twitter. Yeah, some, somebody tweeted, he's the first Canadian to lead a race since um, Jacques Villeneuve, and to which somebody pointed out, he's the first Canadian in a race since Jacques Villeneuve. <laughs> Still the first Canadian <laughs> yeah. in a Formula One race. Yeah. Facts is facts. <laughs> but yeah, he is, he is improving. And he bloody needs to, because you've got to look at it this way. Like you say, he's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he has that seat as long as Racing Point is Very run by his dad. Yeah, and whatever I, he does, I do think he could drive badly enough to lose it. I think at some <laughs> there, he's <laughs> fully capable of it. <laughs> I think Daddy Stroll is fully capable of saying He's a smart businessman, yeah, isn't enough. he? Yeah. It would take a hell of a lot. Let's take your massive hulky head and we'll go somewhere <laughs> else. 
Anyone notice this week? It looked like it had his eyebrows trimmed. They oh. looked like normal person's eyebrows. No, I they did, did not notice No, this. they didn't. <laughs> All right. They look like normal person who needs an eyebrow trimmed. They look Maybe like that's nose. the difference. Maybe if you don't have your eyebrows blocking your entire vision, you can see racetrack and drive well. They look like normal people's hair, each one of them. <laughs> But I, I think what, what we've seen here this weekend is Racing Point slash Force India's one good one of the year. They usually, I hope not. They, us, they usually get one one yeah. weekend a year mm. where they're really good and you think, oh, this is the upturn. And then they just go back to being a bit Don't average. forget, they did have a load of updates this weekend as well. You know, the whole back end of the yeah. car is new. Mm. mm. So it's, I mean, I, you probably wouldn't have seen exactly what that would have done because of the craziness that went on during the race. Mm. be interesting to see what happens. In normally they improve through the season. Yeah. Yeah, they are good developers yeah. generally. I think, I think we'll see the, uh, we'll see the true, true colours of that car mm. in Belgium, not Hungary. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Because um, Hungary is just, nice. anything designed by Adrian Newey or ripped off Adrian Newey that's going to do well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit because we've got a got a preview to do after all, after all this. Um, right, something that we've not said this late on in the show before, Toro Rosso. Yeah. <laughs> um, on paper, third and sixth, that's the best team result. Yeah. They are the combined best, aren't they? It's, yeah. It's First podium for 11 years. Yep, since Monza 2008. Mm. Yes. Um... All three drivers on the podium, products of the Red Bull Young Driver Programme. So it has worked at some point in the past. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> a podium and t- that was splattered in Mercedes logos as well, which I'm sure will have gone down well. I mean, you can tell it by the trail of the dead. Yeah. But they, they've done it this weekend. Second best hardcore band ever. <laughs> I don't know. I just really like the band name. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, Danny Kvyat back back on the podium uh, became a father on Saturday, so we now have the third generation of PKs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, congratulations to him. Yep, for and, all of that, and un, as yet unnamed Kvyat PK project, because he uh, he said in the media pen afterwards that they hadn't decided on the name yet. Oh, well, he hadn't right. met her at that point. No, so that's true. That's we're going to go. The we're going to go back and talk about it. I I I said yesterday. I re- I wonder if there'll be a German name in there just to celebrate. This. Hockenheim. <laughs> <laughs> Hock and Heidi. <laughs> um, we have, have we now seen the complete turnaround of Danny Kvyat since the torpedo incident? I, I, th- I think we'd seen it already. Yeah, he's been on the up. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it, let's it, not. He's been at the start of the season. He was beating Gasly sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he then, didn't have a great race again. He had a good strategy. The Bill Stroll. A lot of luck. Yeah, I don't. know. I but, mean, there, there were points when him and Gasly were racing, and he was holding Gasly behind him. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's fine. Good, well, lots of people hold Gasly up. <laughs> uh, he he kind of did get Albon's. Albon got where he was because Albon was running fourth once yeah. at some point before the chaos. Yes, yeah. You know, he he was running there on pace. Don't forget, like at some point he uh, was it going into t- turn one or something like that after the restart. He was having a go at Lewis Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, for third. Like, look. Al- said, said that he didn't want to get drawn into a battle with Lewis Hamilton because he knew it was one that he couldn't win long yeah. term. Well, I see. I thought to myself after that race because I kind of got caught up a little bit in the um, Danny Kvyat got a podium situation. 
I thought, well, yeah, well, they're obviously going to put Danny Kvyat in that Red Bull. I don't think they are now. Now I've had a, a day to sleep on it. I think it's going to be Albon that's in that car after the summer break. I think it's not going to be an easy choice for them, which mm. is a great thing. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's strong arguments for both, really. The problem, the problem is with putting Albon in the car, especially mid midway through the season, is that they'll be doing to him what they've done to Gasly um, times a un- hundred, unless he, unless he can, unless he can cope well. with it. You know, they did it to they did it to Max, and although you know Max won his first race, and I know he, I know he yeah. was crashy, but it worked. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. I think. <laughs> I honestly believe the worst thing that Kvyat could do is move into the Red Bull. I think you're right, yeah. See, the the, the worst thing that could happen for Kvyat is, and this is one of the reasons I think it would be bad from, for them to put him in, I think he'll only get half a season in it. Now, Helmut Marko was saying straight after the race that um, Pierre Gasly's not about to be replaced over the summer break. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> By Hungary. <laughs> so it has been officially denied. And he said this before mm-hmm. they even asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting as well to look at um, Christian Horner's post-race interview because he congratulated Verstappen, then he congratulated Kvyat, then he congratulated the mechanic that was on the podium. Then he uh, commented on Gasly's performance. Yeah. That's the ranking. And what was it? Shane. Oh, it's like, oh, yeah, that was, uh, was a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> it was a real, like, oh, yeah, and Gasly was he ran also into the in the back car. of Albon. Yeah. yeah. Ran into mm. the back of Albon. And didn't get, didn't get punished because he'd only disadvantaged <laughs> he himself. He got punished enough when yeah. he got You've let the yourself track. down. You've <laughs> let the team down. <laughs> <laughs> now go to Hungary and think about what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> It can't even crash properly. That's like you, you run into the back of someone and you don't even damage them. It must be an <laughs> awful thing for him, mustn't it, when you've been given this massive opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, because realistically, getting like the, a Red Bull drive is you've you've realised your life's dream is to be yeah. an, a top team in Formula One mm-hmm. and for it to completely collapse under you. Yeah. You've been given the keys to the kingdom, but you put the trousers that they were in in the wash. Yeah, you're given the keys to the kingdom, <laughs> you're trying to get in next door. That's what's happening. <laughs> do, so do you think it goes back to Torosso if they do? I, I, I think they'll they'll keep him on the programme till the end of the season. Yeah, and for then, this year, I yeah. think they'd have to, wouldn't they? Because what else have they got? I think they might have to for next year as well. You know, they, they have been running out of drivers for a little bit, haven't they? I mean, they're grooming a ward, aren't they? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's going to oh, be well, ready. Oh, ward's going to be another year off. Yeah, he'll but, be in F2 next year, I reckon. Um, Honda's, oh, I can't remember what he's called. The one that keeps winning Super Formula. Jensen Button's teammate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't remember his name, but yes. And, oh. and he has... Not Takuma Sato. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't crash into anybody in the Indy race yesterday. I was amazed Did he not just that. crash into gravel all by yeah, himself? Yeah, he, he just got very gravelly. <laughs> I didn't know they called him the Beast. No, I didn't know this either. <laughs> like it. I assume the rest of that is from the East, because <laughs> it's an easy one to do. Um... But, yeah, Jensen Button's teammate in Super Formula, he's got the requisite points for a Super Licence. Mm. Honda are backing him to the hilt, and it looks like he's going to be doing Friday morning in Suzuka. He was very mm. heavily rumoured for Friday morning this week, and it just didn't just happen didn't for happen. whatever reason, but it was reported beforehand. I mean, there is, there is a test coming up next week, so maybe that could happen. Yeah, so... Maybe we might even see him before the end of the summer break. Not in a Red Bull, obviously, mm. but you know, if, if they promote Gasly, if 
if no, one of the top, if one of Gasly to above motor yeah. racing. <laughs> well, the, the ascend, mo- child. We, we've, we've promoted him to the pit wall. <laughs> they, they, they might do. They might do to Gasly what they did to Kvyat. We haven't dropped him. He's just sitting out for a couple of races, yeah. and then he'll mm-hmm. come back. Christian really Horner holding him above uh, Formula E. Everything the light touches. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it could be that Red Bull actually take a 30-year-old driver from outside the programme. But then again... Oh, is he 30? This guy's mm. 30, yeah. Yeah, he's not Ooh. a kid. But the, th- the thing is, though... Um, I don't think he'll do it. I don't think I'd, I've Japanese and well, Honda back yeah, or but not. He's Honda, he, isn't be, he? That's the thing. He'd be bringing his first experience from Super Formula. I do, I, I do not believe, uh, even with Honda behind him, that he'll get his way into Formula One. I, I think he would need to do something special on a Friday morning. Yeah, like pole. Pole <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a Friday morning yeah. would be a thing. <laughs> If you've got Honda saying, give him a drive and then we'll tell you what this switch actually does on the engine. I think they'd be shooting themselves in the foot <laughs> if that switch was there. No, 30 years of age is too old, to, especially to come into uh, Toro Rosso. Like, you, when you look at everything that um, has been like the ethos of Red Bull... Oh, yeah, the love you as soon as you walk. ...has mm. been a youth mo- movement. I, they're not going to change that for some guy that drives Japanese touring cars. He doesn't just drive touring cars. He does. Dri- he drives Super Formula as well, so he's got plenty of... He's won Super Formula twice. Okay, they're not going to do he's, that he's for got, some guy that drives in Japan. He's got, he's got, sing- <laughs> he's got a single-seater experience, at least. And uh, we, we know what uh, Super Formula drivers coming through to Formula 1 have done so well in the past. <laughs> yeah, Gasly being an example. Stoffel Van Dorn. Yes. Mm. Um... Yeah, we'll we'll have to see, but we could we could be into the last race and last race or two of Toro Rosso in this lineup. The way things are going, I think so. I I don't think Gasly will be in the Red Bull after summer break. It'd be stupid for Red Bull. I was only thinking about it, looking at the points total. If they had like literally any other driver on their program in Gasly's car, they'd probably be above Ferrari in the championship. Because it's it's only there's not a lot of points in it. Yeah. No, oh, I'm trying to do maths. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, forty forty six. Forty yeah. 46. Yeah, all very close. Forty four. You think about the amount of points that Gasly's thrown away, mm-hmm. not just through being like what he did did there, but through being well off Verstappen. Yeah. You know, and, and in the early 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 part of the season, he wasn't scoring points at all, was he? So, yeah, or if the, he was, he was like 10th. He was being beaten 44 by is, yeah. 44 is the gap between um, Ferrari and Red Bull. The gap between Leclerc, who's 5th, and Gasly, who's 6th, is 65. Mm-hmm. And there's only 7 between Sainz and Gasly. Yeah. And that would be uh, that would be a lot less if Gasly hadn't got those fastest lap points that he did yeah. earlier on. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I think I think they are going to call an early time. Uh, right, Ferrari, binary again. Mm-hmm. The second most binary team. Sorry, the one zero most binary team. <laughs> Awful result for Leclerc. Blamed the uh, blamed the drag strip runoff area. Well, don't run wide. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and he, he kept pro- on doing the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. 
and he didn't do anything to stop he, himself. He almost lost it that. twice as well. Remember when Martin yeah. Brundle uh, said he looked like an octopus wrestling the car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it started off with fantastic save there, yeah. and then yeah. oops, and then <laughs> oops, oops, again, and then oh, yeah. I yeah. uh, he, he he should have reined it in and finished. What yeah. I didn't like was was when he was in his pit interview. He said, "I'm not trying to make excuses, but uh, here's an excuse." <laughs> But once I went off the track, yeah. it was really slippy. You yeah. continually don't go ran. Off the track. Go off the track. You continually mm. ran in a bit of the track you weren't meant to be on, and eventually yeah. you got caught out. You wouldn't get away with it in Monaco or Baku. Yeah, very no. true. You'd be uh, in the harbour. Well, uh, and you take more care in the rain because otherwise you end up in the wall. Well, it seems to be a little bit less prominent now than it used to be years ago. But there was a time in Formula One where you didn't touch the curbs in the rain. Mm. Yeah, Vitaly Petrov. Yeah, I was mm. testing the curb. But, yeah. <laughs> Idiot. Julian Palmer on the um oh, the zebra crossing in Monaco. Didn't Damon have a big one go on coke on a curb? I'm sure he had a big I, one I in the so, west. Yeah. Was it Silverstone? Did he crash out of Silverstone? I'm sure it was it was something really prominent uh, when he did it, but any I can't remember. But yeah, it, it's the again, and I still say it, and I know people it annoys people when I say it, so I like saying it. Uh, <laughs> this is why you you have to go with Vettel. Vettel isn't on form. Vettel He's... did the same thing last year. No, I know, I know, but I mean, <laughs> different corner though. But on a they have changed the curb as well. On a race corner. to race basis, I think there's more chance of an accident like this happening for Leclerc than there is for Vettel. Mm, yeah, I th- depends what mood Vettel's in at the start of the weekend. If it's not, no, but the thing is, it's I'm talking about uh, just complete driver problems. So you, know, you stick Vettel at the front of a race, for instance. That's how he wins races. That's where he needs to get back to is qualifying well and controlling races because he does it really well. Uh, it's it's his problems of being in close quarters racing with people, hasn't it? Where Leclerc yeah. does seem to have these little moments now and again. It's inexperience. Oh yeah, no, it is it, an experience. It's like Verstappen in his first and I'm, second year. I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's not gonna I, I still do don't think there's a world championship in him. I think there might be a really, really good Formula One driver in him. But I don't know if that makes a world champion. You know, David Coulthard was a really, really good Formula One jet driver. But that's the problem Ferrari have got at the minute. They haven't they've got two drivers and they don't have a reliable lead driver they can lean on and trust. Yeah, because I mean, that, that'll. Um, somebody tweeted it as last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, you know, what have you got against Vettel? Or words to that effect. It's like nothing. It's just we are talking about him making mistakes because he's making mistakes. I think last week I, I, we, I, don't, we don't. I think you, I think you replied, Dan. We don't even want to talk about this, but it's what happens. But yeah. I, I think last week I turned around and said that he's a four-time world champion. It's not like he's forgotten how to drive all of a sudden. And this weekend, prime example. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely brilliant weekend for him. Yeah, but he didn't do anything special. In that uh, race, though, just keeping it on the track yeah. was apparently quite there's, special. There's I, only about <laughs> four people didn't spin. I th- the problem I've got for Vettel in this race was he was he was nowhere going from twentieth to second. He's doing something special in the best in the best car this weekend. That that car was the class of the field this weekend. Still going from twentieth to second. 
I've, I think considering the considering the restarts and the uh, safety cars and the pit stops and the craziness, yeah. But by by not having an accident, he should have been on the podium in that car. Hamilton won the race from thirteenth last year because he had a really good car underneath him. Leclerc started way Lada, up the field yeah, from him. Vettel had a barrier on, him. on the podium. <laughs> what? Leclerc started way up the field from the po- from um, yeah. Vettel. Should have been on the podium. Mm-hmm. Hamilton and Bottas both had really good cars. Yeah, class of the field. Oh no, should have been on the but podium. The, no, but what I'm saying is by not ha- by uh, not that's make- not mentioning the Red Bulls. No, but not by not making a mistake. He uh, he just did what the car wanted to do, so that that's why I'm not saying it was a bad race. It just wasn't as exceptional as it appears to be. But I do think yeah. like, but I do think there's positives. Well, and like, hopefully, he takes all the positives that's gone. He was in a good mood for once at the end of the race. It's yeah. the first time we've seen Happy Seb in a long mm. time. Yeah, and I see. Even though I'm not, I d- I don't think it was like this crazy standout race for him. Uh, I think it would have been so easy in the circumstances for him to push too hard. Um, yeah, but don't forget, before he got on the slicks, he was nowhere. He was overtaken by Kimi Raikkonen, and Kimi Raikkonen pulled away from him. That was a bit weird. It looked like his car was having problems at that point. Cause I, I, y- yeah, people were going faster than him on the straight. But he said uh, he couldn't get any tight heat into the tyres. Which was a is, bit which where is, he was bitching about the turbo again, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, it was the turbo that um, took him out of qualifying. Yeah. But, yeah, he couldn't get any heat into the tyres, but that's been Ferrari's problem all season. And I think it's amplified by the fact that it's colder conditions on the intermediate and the yeah. wet tyres when the track surface is colder and it's harder to get temperature yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, as, soon as, as soon as he went onto the slicks, he, him and the car clicked. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's when he that's when he started cal- calming his way through the field properly. But the car's been lightening all weekend. Yeah, Joe. That's. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think if see if the race would have been it would have started um, when it was supposed to start, and we hadn't lost those three laps, there's a good chance he'd have won the race with those extra three laps. He the, the pace he had. I yeah. think he could have overturned seven seconds on uh, Verstappen. So yeah, all I'm saying about it is it's not. I don't think it's a turning point, but the positivity he can garner from this finishing position might be yeah, a turning it, point. It is just one week. It yeah, could be a yeah. turning point. Yeah. But I hope it is. Yeah. Yeah. Psychologically, yes. Form wise for this mm. season we'll find out next weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hope I hope he turns it round more because it would be horrible to have a four times world world champion leave the sport with people just saying, oh, Yeah, well he had the car, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and I think Vettel's a better driver than that. I think he, I think he's a, he's a, one of the Formula One one drivers that we should remember is one of the best in the sport, not someone that just fizzles out and leaves the sport. Somebody say something. I got a gobful of aid. <laughs> but of course, we hate Vettel. <laughs> <laughs> so that just leaves the binariest of the binary Red Bull. We've already talked about Gasly at length, and yeah. I don't think there's anything more you can say apart from. Um, he was in Germany this weekend. Yeah, uh, Verstappen had a bad start. Yeah, start was, both of them had a yeah. nightmare start. Awful. I mean, what was uh, what was it by the by the first corner? Gasly was down to tenth, and Verstappen was sixth. Yeah, that about, sounds about, about right. Yeah. Um, no traction. I mean, they were, they were on what you would normally say was the dirty side of the track. Hmm. 
and there was just no grip. And you saw on the onboards, they just crawled off the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even to even compared to other people on the same side of the track or something as well. They yeah. must have been on like the worst bits of <laughs> yeah, the grid. Yeah, yeah. They must have had like some kind of special clutch thing that helped them get off the line. <laughs> <laughs> But, but but after that, flawless race by him and Red Bull. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know because he spun. He did spin. He was on the wrong tire at one point. It was only really the second half of the race that mm. it really all seemed to fit into place for him. Okay, slightly flawed race, but flawless <laughs> than anyone else. <laughs> flawless dry section. Yes. <laughs> one point eight eight second pit stop. That oh, was the pit incredible. Stops were amazing. Yeah. Slightly quicker than the Mercedes one. Mm-hmm. By about 50 seconds. <laughs> By a lap. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen it, check, check out our Twitter at Three Legs Four Wheels for the retweet earlier with the Mercedes pit stop to uh, a shitty fluke version of the Formula One thing. Have we not argued about this already and decided it was a recorder? It's a recorder, but the, but the ori- official <laughs> orchestra name for that is Shitty, shitty Flute. Because <laughs> the 20th Century Fox one that everyone knows is called Shitty Flute. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, he won driver of the day, and I can't see any arguments with that. There's a lot of people you could make an argument for, really, aren't there? Mm. I mean, Kvyat, Stroll, Signs, maybe. Bettel, Bettel. coming mm-hmm. from the back. Albon. Albon. Albon yeah. was my driver of the day. Because mm. it's, not, it's not just, like, where you end up. It's what you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not a prize for coming first. Yeah. yeah. And having or, never driven an F1 car in the wet before. Yeah, I thought he was brilliant. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I think he won himself a fucking Red Bull drive that weekend. I think he can lose it this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one, one thing that we did see from, um, from all the rookies was quality wet driving because none of them yeah, had uh, driven an F1 car in the rain before because we haven't had rain this season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the only one that, that crashed was Norris and that was... Well, it wasn't crash. a crash, it, was it? No. He pulled he off crash, because he, he had a, Yeah. Um... Heroes and villains. Hero, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go that one. This one. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rain. Uh, villain. Mercedes. No, they, they weren't villains. They just had a really, really bad. They weekend. provided an entertainment. Yeah, yeah really but it was Sunday. just, it was just a bad weekend all round. Somebody suggested yeah. turn sixteen as a villain, but oh, not mm. weekend. No, that was that was the drivers. Alfa Romeo clutch person. Drag yeah. strips. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we ready for the hell that was our predictions this week? I yes. mean, it's very similar throughout. It's incredibly similar throughout. We'll start. We'll start with the people that are here. Yeah. Uh, Chris. Went for a Bottas win, Hamilton second, Verstappen third. One point. Uh, guest predictor, which was Susie Kennedy. I'm just scrolling through page 19 of um, the dossier. Predi- <laughs> prediction to get to it. Uh, <laughs> Hamilton win, Leclerc second, Verstappen third. I believe you've got to wait five point. years and go in for freedom of information after, and then you can take all the redacted bits out. <laughs> <laughs> Although she did put the disclaimer at the end, which part of it was right, saying... Um, It'll rain, Raikkonen will win, and we'll all be sitting with ice creams just like, what the fuck just happened? Take <laughs> away the Raikkonen win, she got yeah, nothing right. It did, it, it rained, but Raikkonen was disqualified. <laughs> like, no, he technically, I think, was classified 12th. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah, and they, still, they still finished, just, yeah, very yeah. much as well. Also well I suppose there's a one in the number. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. 
Who, who shall we do next? Sean, you went for a Hamilton win, Bottas second, Verstappen third with the bonus of a new contract for yeah, Bottas. We'll gloss over that, that didn't happen, but one point. One point. Dan, Vettel win, Hamilton second, Leclerc third, one point. <laughs> this is looking very similar. Lee, <laughs> Hamilton win, Verstappen second, Bottas third, one point. How have we got? Have we got one point in the most ways possible? Like Every single one of us had Vettel or Verstappen on the podium, but <laughs> none of us got them in the right position. And mine was Hamilton win, Leclerc second, Verstappen third. <laughs> one point. Everybody scored one. Well, that was we, worth the effort. We, ha- we have <laughs> Oprahed it. You get a point. And you get a point. What a waste of time. <laughs> it's done absolutely Particularly if you wrote nothing. a fucking essay about it and not just picked the first three names that came into your head. <laughs> <laughs> but that come was... on, who was going to guess at Kvyat? Literally no one. Like, the only person that got a point for Kvyat was his mum. <laughs> <laughs> on the um, on on the Predictions League on the website, you know how it's normally out of 11? What's normally a good score? It's normally what, like 8, 9? 8, 9, 10. We've had a couple of 11s before. Mm. This week we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people all tied for the victory with four points. <laughs> <laughs> and there's bonus points available there for fastest lap and pole position. Everybody was shite. Um, only three people were actually really shite who all scored zero. <laughs> I was going to say four people were in here. Pretty shite. I'm guessing nobody did have. Kvyat. Nobody, nobody <laughs> had, uh, nobody had Kvyat. Shocker. Nice. Shame there was just one loyal fan. One, one Russian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, it's a Russian. Wait a minute, that's just changed. Somebody's now had Kvyat on there. <laughs> <laughs> a Mr. C. Analytica. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, newsy stuff. There's not a great deal. Um, Alan Prost is now a director of Renault F1 team or Renault Sport. Interesting. Um, yeah, because he's not really involved with the Formula E side of things because Nissan have been running Infinity. Is this going to end up coming back to me saying when do we start blaming Cyril Abitabur? When he gets replaced by by Alan Prost. (laughs) Now you you mention it, yeah, I didn't didn't put two and two together when you said that earlier, Mm. but yes. So... Is he is Prost going to have more involvement in there? Well, when you think he was running a Formula E team, so uh, so he's left Formula E to become a director of Renault, and to essentially have like a demotion because he's not running a team. Has he left Formula E? Yes, because yes, because Renault have pulled out of uh, the Infinity, and the Nissan side of it's taken it over. Mm. So. He's not. He's been. He's been there at a couple of races, but not as prominently as he was yeah. up until the start of he's last got a season. History as a team owner. It's not a good one. <laughs> it's not. It's not a good one. But it's. Well, to be honest, it was a cigarette advertising ban that killed him because as soon as yeah. he wasn't allowed to put Goldwire on the car, he was screwed. Yeah, and it was always an underfunded team as well. Won a race. Won a race with Panis. No, I think it was still Ligier then. Was it? Oh, yeah. Shame. Um, but yeah, like. He's got such a history in sport. I think just his name attached to Renault is worth it. Yeah, and he's a good he's a good guy in front of cameras as well. Not saying Mr. Bull isn't, <laughs> but he's probably a better choice. See, he can't get too close to the microphone. You see, that's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can't argue with no, it. No, Fritz Frost knocked point. the gain up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that one uh, how that one pans out. Then. I'd like to see Prost running Renault. I think it'd be an interesting thing to for Formula One. We've lost louder. Yeah, from the it'd be nice to have another like X like F one legend in there. We've still got Burger. It'd be nice to have an ex F one <laughs> legend in there. Ah, but isn't he more concentrating on turning up drunk at DTM and? He, yeah, he's something quite senior in DTM and Porsche, isn't is, he? Yeah, is he pulling from his from his uh, long history of endurance drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said the twenty four hours a bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, GT gin and tonic racing. Yeah. <laughs> Right, killed that one. Um, With a Chateau Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's going to be more. Tweet the tweet the, tweet the best Gerhard Burger drinking puns at us. <laughs> at three legs, four wheels. What have I written down here? F1 babies. Uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, Danny Kvyat and Kelly PK for the birth of. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not doing a jump cut on that one. No. Yeah, and, I don't think they have announced a name yet. I've not seen and it. And to uh, Jensen Button and I can never remember a name. Brittany. Brittany. For the on the birth of Hendrix Jonathan, I think you find mm. it that woman. <laughs> <laughs> let it go, let it go. <laughs> yeah, Hendrix Jonathan. Is he going to be like Crosstown Traffic? Oh, ow! <laughs> Hendrix Button is a solid name, though. That's there's not going to be many of them floating about. Well, bulldoze through, Sean. <laughs> um, no, there's, there's quite a lot usually in front of pub guitarists on the floor on a pedal board. <laughs> 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 it's the one that lets you feed back. <laughs> oh dear. Shall we, shall we uh, look forward to Hungary instead this weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be um it's gonna be telling. It's the chassis, the chassis race of the year. Um quite often an interesting one, isn't mm. it? Yeah, we've um we've had a few interesting hungry hungry results before. because uh, who who can who can forget yeah, Damon Hill not winning <laughs> Sorry, Lee. That that one had to come up. Sports cry one, <laughs> um, two actually. Hungary is also a circuit where drivers seem to do well at getting the first wins. Charles Leclerc nailed on. Pierre Gasly. <laughs> that what would the, save his Red Bull. Drive? It would throw the cat oh. right amongst the pigeons, wouldn't it? Although um, Kvyat got his first Red Bull podium. About a week before he was demoted. Yeah. No, he got it at Hungary the year before. Oh, did he? He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This could this could be um, this could be the race that defines next season. Or who's driving for who at this rate? Mm. Um, it's it's a tough one to call because out and out engine power doesn't really count for as much. It's a pretty slow one. So it's all down to the aero. It's all down to the quality of the chassis. You, you've got to, you've got to look at Red Bull for. Mm. Well, one of them. Oh, what? Yeah, you've got to look at a Red Bull. <laughs> well, I mean, you can look at the other one when it's parked up against the barrier. Yeah, I, I think, I think all three teams are going to be really strong this weekend. Yeah, I think, I think we could be in for a bit of a thriller actually, especially like in. <laughs> sorry, Dan. I uh, I think we could be in for a bit of a thriller compared to what Hungary can be sometimes. Fingers crossed, because normally when we say we're in for a thrilling race, it's, it's not. Yes. Yeah. We, get, we get France. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder what the weather forecast is. I don't know. 
don't know if it's worth, if we're too far out, possibly. It's it's usually a dry race. I can't it is. I can't remember. But we but we've been getting some crazy weather in Europe. That is true. We've been we've been going from um, you can't get on a train because of the heat wave and the tracks are melting to yeah. two days later you can't get on a train because the tracks are flooded. Yeah. So currently it looks like it's going to be heavy rain and lightning on Friday and then sunny for the rest of the weekend. Of course it is. So. <laughs> Wipe out practice. Yes. And then, yeah. So we could we could be seeing anything and everything. Yeah. To be fair, a wiped out practice can make for an interesting can race do, as well. Yes. Yeah. Particularly when you've got lots of upgrades and mm. things like that. So Lance Stroll getting on the podium this mm. time. I still like the idea of that of getting rid of Friday practices. I, I, I reckon I reckon one session on a Friday and that's it. Yeah, maybe. Did you see the what uh, Brundle was doing in that uh, twenty four hours of spa? Was it 24 hours of spa or was it 24 hours somewhere else? It was 24 hours of spa at the weekend. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, he was doing Nürburgring, wasn't he? It was a Nürburgring, mm. a, a Nordschleifer. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and their qualifying and testing was wrapped up in two laps. <laughs> that happened at the same time. Because, yeah, the 24 hours of spa this weekend was more like the sort of 17 and a half hours of yeah, spa because it rained that much. Yeah, it was more like a powerboat race. Yeah. Watch some of it. Yeah, just like the uh, WEC six hours of spa that was the four hours of spa and a fucking blizzard. Yeah. And we have been getting some bloody weird weather in Europe mm. this year. Should we do some predictions? Any, anyone would think the climate was changing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even eight hours of Suzuka on the bikes this week, they had the weather. Um, and oil. Yeah, and that was well. That was the uh, seven hours fifty eight and a half minutes. And nobody actually knew who'd won until four hours later. Mm. But congratulations to uh, Jonathan Ray, local local resident. Not anymore. No, oh, has moved, he moved? moved back to Northern Ireland now. Ah, yeah. Former local resident Jonathan Ray, from <laughs> eventually winning the eight hours of Suzuka the day after the race started. Uh, right, predictions. I've got Chris's here, um, so we'll do those first. And he's going a Verstappen win. Vettel second, Hamilton third. And surprise announcement of the weekend, Ricardo confirmed to Mercedes. Ooh. Ooh. He's going bold. My bonus prediction went well last week, so. <laughs> Ricardo in offence. <laughs> and we have a guest predictor as well. Um, seeing as we had Max Verstappen winning a race, gone for uh, one of our Dutch listeners, Marcel Strike. And he is going for not what you'd think. Hamilton win. Verstappen second, Bottas third. Treachery. <laughs> so, who's going up next? I'll go. I think it's going to be a Verstappen win, uh, Vettel second, Bottas third, Hamilton still sick. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Lee on that. I reckon we've got Leclerc maiden win. Verstappen second, Bottas third. I reckon uh, Verstappen win, Leclerc second, Hamilton third. You have to say that again because I didn't get that. Ah, sorry, my sorry. apologies. Uh, Verstappen. Verstappen. Hoping I remember what I said. Leclerc and Hamilton. And I am going to go for... I'm, go- I'm going with the Verstappen win because Adrian Newey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vettel second and Leclerc third with your prediction of Hamilton still being sick are you predicting Hamilton being shit or are you predicting Ocon uh, I predict in Hamilton being off the pace okay he said he was going to go home and sleep it off mm. 
It depends what it is, doesn't it? Though, if it's if it's like we say, if it's a stomachy thing, that should pass through quite I, quickly. If it is actually some kind of virus, I think he's dumped all his sponsor commitments, hasn't he? To to just rest up. Yeah. yeah. See, the reason I don't think it's a stomach um, thing is because of how he sounded. Rarely, when people mm. have got stomach problems, do they sound different? Yeah. Mm. Could be. It could be. It could be something like glandular fever. That. But yeah. Or, or like proper flu. Big big dose of flu. I mean, proper proper flu. You're flat out for two weeks. Mm. Mm. Of course, sitting in a wet car for two hours helps well, wouldn't with that. Have, wouldn't have been good. Yeah, wouldn't fancy. <laughs> wouldn't fancy that. Mm. Well, it's going to be uh, going to be an interesting one. You can join in with the predictions on the website if you go to threelegsballwheels.com, mm-hmm. uh, go to the game section and go for Grand Prix Prediction League 2019. Log in with Facebook, Twitter or your Google account and predict the top three and you also get to predict pole and fastest lap. Out of uh, 11 points, we will see how people have done this time next week. Mm-hmm. All right, shall we shunt it? Let's. Yay. And who's this week's shunt from? Jono Milsey. Oh, yes. Uh, so pretty regular Formula League entry yeah, in the days gone by. Uh, I, th- I think he's done an... Um, I think he's done He's done one... No, no, he, he hasn't. He gave me his silly season predictions, which you can do again because it's now a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get that set up next week. Yeah. Uh, are you ready? No, yeah. but yes. Well, go on then. <laughs> I was born Yay. at the start of a war. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that now. How are we on the wars? <laughs> uh, 1914, 1939. There's all sorts of fucking Sounds wars. Sounds like though, an ACDC like... line, doesn't it? <laughs> I was born at the start of a war. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually hear Brian Johnson singing that. <laughs> I'd have a go, but I'd rip me th- I'd rip me throat to pieces singing whole lot of Rosie this weekend. I won most of my races in the first few laps. Okay. Right. My mother did not want me to become a racing driver. That's true of many Mo- yeah. racing drivers. <laughs> I'd like a guess, please. Oof. God. I mean, this is. It's completely unplaceable in terms of I mean, era. If 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 we knew which war, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. War is constant; it's always happening somewhere. I mean, that clue, huh? What is it good for? Creating <laughs> racing drivers. <laughs> I mean, um, what are some other wars? When was like Vietnam War and Monday Night Korea Wars? War? Maybe he knows it like wrestling. <laughs> Korean War was the 50s, Vietnam started in the 60s, 60s 70s. Falklands at 80s, 82, Gulf, Gulf. Yeah. yeah, there's always yeah. a war, every decade's got a good war. Um, Video oh. format wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cyril oh. the Max. That's <laughs> quite good, that. <laughs> But um, one one most of my races in the first few laps. This suggests someone who's a good qualifier then just fucks off into the distance and. Um, Michael Schumacher was born in 1969. Could that have been when the Vietnam War started? 
could have it, been. Might as well be. <laughs> I think it started earlier than that, didn't it? Bon Jovi getting his first real six string was not actually a war. That was Brian Adams. No, was no, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I always get them mixed up. There's They're a so DHL advert about it. Transferable, aren't they? No, so... Bon Jovi's got a loaded six string on his back. <laughs> what? And rides a steel horse. Are these are these lyrics? Yes. I'm so happy I didn't know. <laughs> are we just going to throw in Schumacher in the so absence just of anything? Yeah, we'll just, we'll just go Michael Schumacher with that first one. My 1969 car was restored recently uh, by a, uh, by Hall and Hall in in, uh, in the old BRM factory. Right, so not Schumacher. Some, no. someone probably a bit older. So, so someone who drove the car in the year that Schumacher was born. So I think we're looking at somebody who was born in 1939. Probably. That's that sounds most logical. What about Jackie Stewart? So his um, age, he's gonna be. He's just turned eighty. Oh, so yeah, that yeah, would work. So, yeah, that works. Yeah, because yeah, he, he was eighty at Goodwood. Would he have potentially been driving car that's just been restored? You would have thought so. That's that, yeah. I raced for BRM. Um, Which would make sense for restoring a car in their factory, really, that, wouldn't that it? That is true. It's probably the best place to do it. I'll clarify, maybe he meant Brum. <laughs> I think it's BRM. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the factory's in Birmingham, then it's just meta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, next clue. I often talk about what I did before motorsport. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a guess after that as well. I mean, that, that takes Jackie Stewart out of it a little bit because he doesn't really talk so much as he just waves his wrist about. <laughs> Notice that um, George Russell was pulling a Jackie Stewart on uh, <laughs> on the grid on Sunday. He had um, one sleeve of his race suit rolled up and Did a he? watch on prominent display in front of the camera. <laughs> um Formula One driver watches are almost as ridiculous as Formula One driver's sunglasses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although you can buy the same sunglasses that Lando wears for about a hundred and th- about hundred and thirty quid. They're the Camaro ones. No, no the, uh, since Alonso's disappeared, they're Calvin Klein all of a sudden. Oh, are they? Yeah. Mm. But yeah, they're about hundred and thirty quid. A Formula One driver watch, you're going into the five figures. Oh, yeah. mm, easy. Are we delaying here while we actually think of something We sensible? are, but I can't think of anything better than Jackie I Stewart. I can't think of anything better than Jackie Stewart, but the more clues we've had, the less I'm convinced. Mm, should we just go with that one as a... Yeah, yeah. Let's just go yeah. With We'll say Jackie Stewart. I apologise. I have <laughs> not drove 100 races. I mean, that makes sense for I, someone back in the day, doesn't I, it? Cause... I wonder if we're not looking at a driver here. If you think about the wording of some of these questions, are we not? Are we looking at something other than a person? I mean, the restoring of someone's car and winning their their races but, in the open. I, couple but of I, dro- I drove for BRM. Says driver. Yeah, and what was this? I have not drove a hundred laps. Was that a hundred races? A hundred races. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Did Jackie Stewart retire at his 100th race when Francois Sivert was killed? 
and he pulled out immediately in the what? US Grand Prix. What was Jackie before he was a racing driver? Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can't argue with yeah. you. <laughs> oh, 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 a brainwave. Max Mosley was a lawyer before he was a racing driver. So happy he said lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, he could have got sued. <laughs> yeah, he could be, could be on something. Did not eh? see that coming. He oh, no, 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 no. He, uh, I read his autobiography recently and he talked about going to visit his parents who were in jail during the war while he was growing up. So I can't remember exactly when he was born. Did he race for BRM? I think everybody British with a racing licence raced for BRM <laughs> at one point during the 60s. Uh, do you want another clue? Yeah, yes, please. I have commemorated those who that, un- that unfortunately died in motorsp- motorsport. We're back onto the Jackie Stewart yeah, thing here. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just that I often talk about what I did before being a racing driver. I can't think what Do it would be for. Yeah. I don't ever remember hearing Jackie Stewart saying what he did before he no. was a racing driver. Because he only ever talks about racing. How, he, how he's racing, still driving. Or yeah. still driving. <laughs> so he or can't various drink sponsorships <laughs> or his dementia awareness stuff. That's yeah. pretty much his repertoire. More? Yeah. yeah. My son had an F1 team. Paul. Yes. Stuart Racing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I flew across the Atlantic uh, 86 times in one season. This is someone who was fannying about an IndyCar. Or Can-Am. Sports cars as it was then. Or making money as an airline pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Like Nicky Lauder. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't making money as an airline pilot. That's why he went back to um, F1 with McLaren to fund the airline. <laughs> uh, did we get a spaffer? Yes, but you can't have it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably going to be, I am Scottish and have a very prominent watch. Shall we go with Jackie Stewart? I, Though I don't think it's that. I think, yeah. I can't think Can of anything better. Can I throw better. in a spanner of potentially Graham Hill? As someone who would have been involved but on the Atlantic. Damon didn't have a Formula One team. That is true. Yeah, no, ignore that. That doesn't hugely work for anything other than that clue. Mm. And possibly being about the right kind of age. Should we go with Jackie Stewart? Yeah. 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 I am Sir Jackie Stewart. Yes. yes. You couldn't have you have the spaffer because it said I am British, not Scottish. He's very hey. Scottish. He's a walking <laughs> short painting. Why you couldn't have the spaffer? Right, so we're all immediately about to look so at what Jackie Stewart did before, before he was, was a, a racing driver. I, he, he talked about it on the uh, build up to the race this week. I've completely forgot what it was. So it was something impactful then. Yeah. Um, mm. Let's have a look. Early life. Well, he, I think he, he, he went to primary school. Um, oh, um, he was a prize-winning prize clay pigeon shooter. It's, oh, I thought there was something was else. He? Yes. 
Oh yeah, no, because he just said shooting. That's why. Yeah, yeah. He he was um he was he was actually in the Scottish national shooting team. Oh, yeah, very good. In the did not know that. So. I did not. He doesn't no. talk about it that often. I think he came he came second in like the world championships or something like that. He didn't win the world championship, but he came he came but with he the open. Um, he was let's have a look. He was British champion. Uh, twice won the European Championships and nearly made it into the British team for the 1960 Olympics. Mm. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, fair yeah. Play. yeah. Wow. Right. So, how do you send in a total shunt? You can tweet <laughs> one to me at a total shunt, or you can send one to me as uh, your man did, as Joe, 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 Jonna, Jonna Millsy. As Jono did, and he sent me a PM on Instagram. So either Instagram or uh, Twitter. Send Twitter me a direct PM. message, don't forget. Yeah. So the rest well, of us don't see PM, it. we all know. We know, we know who we are. And if you want to get hold of the rest of us, um, we are at Three Legs, Four Wheels, and individually we are... At Sean Cowper. Justgiving.com slash donate slash 100 mile down. <laughs> 100 is a word. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can write a good luck message on there. Don't, don't, don't write 100 is a word at the end of that. <laughs> uh, I'm Pablo 100 and Chris is at Flood 21. You can, um, can write a good luck message like 50 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, that just leaves Formula Lee. I've been looking forward to this all night. Yep. And it's time to go, guys. <laughs> no, it is, no, it isn't. I'm not, no, we are doing this. I'm not leaving. I'm not doing a jump cut the in the morning. The laptop's crashed. It's all right. Mine's still working. <laughs> Right, this was um, a lap of Germany in the dry in a Ferrari, and you needed to get a time of 1 minute 12.371 to make it into the top 20. And the ones that did in 20th place was Jimmy Hamling, 19th, Paul Robert Burley, 18th, this week's guest predictor, Marcel Strike, 17th, we have Brooks de Geer. 16th, we have me! <laughs> I scored points for the first time this season. Uh, 15th was James Nagel. 14th, Adam Smith. 13th was Joe Marsh. 12th was Santerio Nasty. Uh, 11th was Chris Rowden. Top 10. 10th was Ollie Vestley. 9th, Julian McMahon-Hyde. 8th was Pete Bull. 7th, Kyle Armstrong. 6th, Veitcher Camping. 5th, Cathal Toomey. And 4th was Matthew Morrison. Top three, with a time of 111.403, uh, sorry, 111.366 in third place, Alessandro Popolani. Second place, 110.978 is Nathan Mazzolo. And winning yet again, 110.816 is Chris Olby. So, well done to everyone that scored points this week, including me. I'm just... Well done, Paul. Well, well done, <laughs> Chris and... All the slower people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just hitting that one home. And it's going to be a one-week challenge this week. This is why I'm not doing it as a jump cut, so it goes straight out. Yeah, hungry. And it's going to be hungry. And I reckon we're going to have it in the wet. And I think to celebrate what Danny Kvyat did, we're going to do it in a Toro Rosso. Nice. So that's Toro Rosso in the wet in Hungary. One week, as I say. So you have got until 7 o'clock UK time. Next Monday, the date of which temporarily escapes me, which I think is the 5th. Yes. That would sound about I'm now right. looking at the calendar on my laptop. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, 7 o'clock UK time, 2 o'clock Eastern, Monday the 5th. Get those in. You can send it through on, if you're on PlayStation, send me a friend request if you already haven't to Pabstar. I'll be able to pick your times up from the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're on Xbox, send Lee a friend request to... Legion 100. 
and if you don't want to do it either of those ways or you're on PC, you can uh, send a screenshot to threelegs4wheels at gmail.com. You can send them in a Twitter direct message or PM us on Facebook, facebook.com slash threelegs4wheels. Right, that has been a long show tonight. <laughs> it's been all right. It's, yeah. it's not the longest show we've ever done. We're just over the two-hour mark. It just felt longer at the time. Yeah, It's bit all the stop-start because of the safety cars. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Um, Hungry Review and I think the Silly Season is going to be... Se- silly Season yeah. Preview. The silly Season Preview Preview. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God knows. We might be looking at different lineups by this time uh, By this time next week. You never know. Well, yeah, because Dan's not here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Sean wins the podcast. Yay. Dan, good luck with your bike ride from all of us. Thank you very much. And uh, I will need it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep tabs on you on Sunday. And uh, thanks a lot for listening. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.